What is going on, everyone? It's episode 103, recorded on Sunday, July 3rd, 1922. I'm John, and hey, Drew. What's up? A man walks into a bar and sits down. A hot, blonde waitress pours him a drink and asks if he would like to order anything. He looks at the menu, and it says, Hot dog, $2. Cheeseburger, $5. Hand job, $10. He asked the waitress, Miss, are you the one who gives the hand jobs? She winks at him and replies, Why, yes, I am. And the man says, Well, wash your hands because I'd like a cheeseburger. <laughs> After a long day at work, it's time to relax and tuck in with the Dads After Dark Show with your hosts, Drew and John. On tonight's show, we talk about Nintendo Directs. Do you like playing video games? Do you like free money? Well, tonight we have $75 worth of gaming competitions going on that we're going to be talking about giving away. And lastly, is Nintendo losing its way? Is it wandering down the wrong path? Will it ever find mm. the right path, John? Who mm. knows? We're going to talk about it tonight. John, happy 4th <laughs> of July. How have you been, buddy? Every time I say this, but it feels like we you know, we never record. I feel like it's been forever. But um, we I miss each on. other. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the midst of a, a five-day monster hunter weekend. I have so, not... Drew, I have not taken any PTO off this year. I have used my floating what? holidays. No, I've used my floating holidays. Okay. None of my core PTO. Um, and this is the end of my non PTO. So I've, I took Thursday and Friday off. We're getting Monday off for 4th of July mm. uh, today off for 4th of July. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I took a little five day. I, I don't know if monster, the Mo- Capcom meant to, to release the Sunbreak Smart. DLC on the 4th of July weekend, but Smart. yeah, so, I so enjoyed it's it. It's officially out. You've been playing it. Uh, you played a little bit before it came out, right? The uh, the uh, the old or the the old new Rise, at least. The, the oh God, that right? Oh, I was rusty. I don't want to get into it too much, but right, we'll I later. I was rusty, and it has mm. been a journey. Um, but I have enjoyed doing nothing. I'm excited. How many hours do you think you put in so far on this on this four Sunbreak? days so far that you've had? Yeah, probably like fifteen to twenty hours. Okay, that's which is not, not bad. Not bad. Not, bad. not like. Yeah. You you need to you need to, you have an you have a problem, but but good no, amount. like yeah, I'll put like two and a half hours in. I never play a game for two and a half straight hours, and I've done that like yeah. several times. I, and uh, I, I loved it. Monster Hunter can you can't just play, me personally. You can't play that game for hours and hours and hours. you need a break. You get a fl- well, you get a flow, and you, you start do. to like play. Like like today, I was playing, and my hand was cramping up, and I was uh, I had my my friend Arthur in my my headphones. And I was like, um, my hands are cramping up, man. I think I'm done. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, that's when, you know, you have to stop. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's been, uh, it's been good. And the chubby's bracket has been awesome. Awesome. 
I have some stuff to say about that, but I am like, look at my shirt. Look at my shirt right here. Commodore. Commodore 64. I have been wearing all week. Like I went through my closet and found like all the shirts and all the shorts Mm. that like were a little bit snug. You know how that is a little bit snug. You're like, even it's like some, it it can fit, but I don't really like it. It's one of those that fits. People might not notice it, but you feel a little uncomfortable. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The armpits, the belly. Right. But but now I I have worn a lot of very comfortable shorts and shirts over the last couple of years. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like I I, so I went through the clothes. I got rid of the shirts and I was like, these I don't even want these anymore. Um, But I went through the shirts that were like these. This fits now. It's great. I'm not signaling you. There's a mosquito that got in my room. Okay, You're Uh, going to tell me to stop the show or something there. Threw them in the laundry, uh, got rid of some old stuff. And it's like, wow, I've got all these new clothes. But these are clothes that are like, maybe even some of them are like several years old, but I haven't worn well, yeah. them for a few well, years. And, so and they're the cool know. ones because you kept them, right? You throw yeah, away the ones that right. you're like, I don't really care if I fit in this or not. But the cool ones. Yes. Yeah. And the big one that I think I mentioned last time is my Celeste jacket. Oh. I'm going to wait until uh, the 10th week of the competition before I even try it. I just want to see. Nice. where we go because uh, i tried it on before and i want to see where it is at the right. end of it I, you know i've always feel like video game apparel is always on like the cheap like cotton t-shirts like i don't need another nintendo themed cotton t-shirt that's like black you know like i'm yeah. tired of i'm tired of that you yeah know, and that's the problem they're all like cotton t-shirts i don't i've been super into all i buy is like athletic you know like the breathable shirts now Mm-hmm. But you can see, I got the nice uh, Dad's at the Dart shirt now. You might not is be able to tell, but this is like one of those breathable, um, like, like Under Armour like type shirts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I like. Th- I like that. Yeah. I like the shirts that are thin. Um, I don't like this one. Is actually like that thick cotton mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know, it's an older shirt, so yeah. It, but it's you would okay. never be able to wear that out in the summer. You'd sweat your balls off. Maybe. Maybe. Well, Maybe. I think I, you would. I, I don't go out in the summer very much. I like to really? stay indoors. I don't uh, like the sun. Screw the sun. I'm staying wow. inside. Speaking of sun, um, I'm on vacation still. I'm in vacation mode. I've had 10 days off of work. It's been Ooh. fantastic. We went, uh, we, we, we took the family to Legoland, New York. We had a fantastic time. My mother-in-law came with um, Amy's other brother, who's 40. So just him and my, it, it was fine. We had a great mm-hmm. time. Um, absolute blast if you live in the new england or southern new england area east coast um you gotta go take your family i mean it's not worth like traveling out of your way to go there but if it's within like a five hour drive six hour drive um it's worth it and this is a fairly new one you were saying it opened last summer so it's only been open for a year Um, okay yeah, everything was 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 fantastic. We stayed right in the hotel resort. Um, the whole resort's themed. Uh, you walk to the park. That's how close it is. You don't need a shuttle or anything. Uh, it's just fantastic. We had an absolute blast. Fun time. So we were there for like three days, uh, three nights, and three nights, four days. And then, we only went to the park two days. And um, yeah, and then today I saw, we had and a- I saw the hotel room because I saw one of your pictures on yeah. Facebook. It's like, was is that a hotel room? Yeah, uh, that's pretty every, cool that you stayed there. Every room has like its own little alcove that has bunk beds and like a little slide out Murphy bed. So it could fit three kids mm-hmm. uh, with their own TV, their own buckets of Legos. Uh, and there's themes. So there's four floors of the hotel, all different themes. 
Uh, we stayed in the kingdom theme, which is like the castle and knights. Uh, we checked out all of them. That was by far the best one. There's a pirate theme. Okay. There's the Lego friends. Do you know that one? They're like the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little more. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a Ninjago theme. So there's four themes okay. total. Um, Seems like the four. castle would be the castle and the pirates should probably be the more popular. That's what that's what I would I would think. Um, right. There were the the castle was the best. I'd probably stay in the castle again. That's how cool it was. Uh, the cool other cool thing was is they have the elevators. Um, as soon as the door closed, there's a disco ball and it goes on and they play music. <laughs> like <laughs> so the everything like a, is awesome thing, or is it? Uh, is, they played like, random stuff like like YMCA team on like it's okay. just whatever. Um, yeah, it was, it was, we had an absolute blast. Um, and then we had a nice little 4th of July cookout today. Had some people over uh, out in the sun for like seven hours with no shirt on. I did a little little sunny. Um, <laughs> a lot of beer, barbecue. I was getting the live updates all through the day. Yeah, it was fantastic. We had, I got the bounce house out for the kids. Um, we have like those, you ever see like those oversized like board games like in the stores? We have like, like a, the old like a big Jango. We have the mm-hmm. Jango one, okay. and then we have like, the Yahtzee one. Oh, so we were doing that. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was just a good day. It was a fun day. Nice. A little fireworks end the day, and that was it. Yeah, you you actually messaged me. You're like, we just saw fireworks uh, putting the kids to bed. <laughs> it's like oh, that's <laughs> the end of the day. Yeah, it's over. That's I was it. excited about the Legoland thing. Um, and I just checked while you were talking to see because I'm I'm a New Yorker. I'm from New York. And uh, we visit family every few years now. I, I think the gap gets a little longer every time. Uh, yeah. Disneyland or visit family. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but so my how family. How far is it? Uh, 45 minutes from where my family oh, is. Wow. So we're definitely going to go. You should. Like I said, I wouldn't go out of your way. Your kids are getting older. Um, I mean, I, I personally, as an adult, loved it. I mean, I love yeah. Legos. But some of the rides, I mean, it's they're not getting like six flag rides. I mean, the rides themselves are Disney quality. Like, there's a couple dark rides right. with the, but you know, there's also a lot of kiddie rides too. You know, it's yeah. a mixture of both. You got to be careful with the whole Disney quality. That that's not correct. It is correct. I mean, they're they're not Disney quality. So they're... they have two trackless rides, John. I don't right. know if you're familiar with the trackless ride system. Like, what that's it... the top of the line um like disney didn't have disney world did not have a trackless ride until remy ratatouille opened up which was what last year what is a trackless ride describe it a trackless ride so think about like a dark ride mm-hmm. um what's like a famous dark ride at Disney? haunted mansion haunted mansion you sit on a track in a car and you go through a track right yeah so a trackless ride is there's no track if you look on the floor it looks like just like your basement sealed floor. And it's like um, the, the the tarts that you sit in are programmed to move throughout the area. So you get this super smooth ride because there's no track. There's no bump in. There's no there's it's it's just a, it's it's like the newest technology of a dark ride. So uh, you're they, still you are still on on rails. I mean, you're still going no. through a scripted. So there's you can no move rails. anywhere. Well, you don't control it. It's all programmed. But think of it like, um, right, like a bumper car almost. Like think of a bumper car that's no, you control a bumper car. Correct, but it, I'm saying it looks like the bumper car in the fact of right. you know it moves freely and yeah, it's like that. But it's programmed there. It's but now since it's on no track, it could also kind of move 
you know, like a like, like if it's on like a ball sphere, right? You can kind of rotate that way as well. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, you know, I mean, Haunted Mansion is just an excellent ride, but maybe that maybe like some of the cars can move in down the hallway. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's just I mean, like, um, what is it like the Phantom Manor, which is in I don't know if it's Paris or one of those Disney's mm-hmm. um, like like when they built their Haunted Mansion version, mm-hmm. they had the trackless system it was one of like the, the, the firsts. I see. Um, it's just a different ride system. It's like it's again top of the line quality. Yeah, um, Lego yeah. quality. Like my Sebastian loves Legos still, and um, yeah, I don't know if we would go for like you. You were in the park two days. Was that okay? Like, yeah. So that- the first day we it, it opened at ten. We got there at like nine nine thirty. We so we got right in at ten. We did a bunch of stuff for like two and a half to three hours, mm. like one o'clock. And then we walked back to the hotel. We latched for like two hours and went back at like three, okay. which was awesome because I think a lot of people just go, 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 and they did beat and they leave. Right. And when we did back at three, we stayed till like seven and the park closed and we did like everything in those four hours okay. with like minimal line weights. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So that was, yeah, I mean, one and a half days, but you should probably do it in one day. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we would maybe do. I, I mean, I need a reason to stay there. I think we'd want to exactly. stay in Legoland. So we do like two. Um, yeah. All right. Oh, cool. I'm, I, we will definitely go. Awesome. Uh, maybe we'll stay in the same room. You guys. That'd be pretty. Stayed cool. in. I'm going to bring a black light. Um, I wouldn't do that if I were Keep you, you in check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, you. Yeah. You, John. Uh, you got Bush. You Not anymore. Probably do. Because if you do, you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor, Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is important. These products are so good, you're going to be show, uh, showing pride in your new bush-free yard. It's a fact that you will have the best kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. That just flows so nice. <laughs> best kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. Uh, <laughs> save big with the most hygienic version of yourself by using our discount code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. I think nice. Man- I like the new the read. Day. Yeah, you know, I, I did like- a little Manscaped the other day, right? Remember, um, you don't want those dick burns, right? Hashtag no dick burns. Have we been getting any pictures in our email? You know, I did not check my junk folder. Okay. I'm going to have to do that. All right. Get on that for you. I'll check and see. But, but John, it's time to talk about giving away some money, some competitions. What do we have? It's chit chat time. We have a lot to talk about. We First of all, we have we have so many competitions. So many. It is exhausting. And we've been delayed on mayhem and all that because we just have so much going on. Mm. Um, But let's go through it. Everybody's favorite bounty. It really is. It's the best bounty. It's the best bounty. The Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. 1166 Kyber Bricks. And obviously this has been months in the making. When did this game come out? This game came out when? I want to say April, but I could be wrong. All right. Maybe May. Um... Since then, there has been new Kyber bricks added, so you don't have to get them all mm. anymore. But we we kept it at eleven sixty six, ten dollars. I mean, that's <laughs> great value. I I, I gotta look it up because 
I feel like when I spend my Tiber Brits, like, I don't... Like, when I it? say like, oh, you have two hundred and fifty, I'm like, yeah, but I've also spent a lot of them. But like, I need to figure <sighs> out. I need to figure out a section that says, here's how many you've collected. It's got to be in there. It's I've seen be, games I, like that. That drives me crazy. Because I know I have like two fifty ish, but again, mm-hmm. I've spent a lot. I mean, I probably only collected like four hundred. But yeah, are we saying the bounty now is you got to start fresh and never spend one? Make sure. Oh yeah, it, it, delete your save file. Pull John. <laughs> um. We got some new bounties, though. You want to hear about the new ones? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, Yeah, we haven't done any in a while. And um, so now we have a bunch. Here's the thing. And Drew Drew and I were talking about this right before the show. I mean, even going back to Mayhem, when Monthly Mayhem started, we started with Cuphead. Mm. And a lot of the reason why it started with that game was because everyone was excited about that game was coming out and, and all that. It's hard to do these bounties and mayhems because there is no one game that everybody's playing all the time. There are, I mean, right now, what are the hot games right now, right? There's some people playing Mario Strikers. There's some people playing Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. um, Cuphead. I mean, there's there's a lot of these smaller games that people are playing. You're right, right? You're not having these huge games that are coming out that are just... And maybe that's the problem. Maybe there's, there's too many good games, right? I also think a lot of people have bought other consoles, right? I mean, when Switch first came out, it was only the Switch. Yeah. You know, but but now you do have uh, a, a new version of that spot and a new version of a PlayStation that people are now also buying, right? That takes away yeah. some of their time. And we're going to touch on that, too. We but could. yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, Tim just got a PS5. Um... So it's hard to come up with games for these contests. And so we have added three of them and they're just a variety of different games. You may not be playing all of these games. You may not be playing any of them. There's nothing we can do, man. Got to play some games. We're trying to. Yeah. So here's what we got. First new one. Should we do a sound effect here? First new one. No, we're going to do it. This is John's beat my Pac-Man score. Mm. Take a video. 30 second switch video of you passing my score in Pac-Man in Pac-Man Museum Plus. John, has what's to be, that score? Let's hear it. has what, to be how? specifically that game. The score is 31,120. I will post the score on Twitter when this no podcast idea comes out. Good, bad, excellent, terrible, but I'm going to trust you on this one, buddy. We'll say I was the Pac-Man champion at Bob Cousy's switch party. Uh, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you have a t-shirt that says that? <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we should put that out. Um, yeah. Uh, take a video of you passing my score of 31, 120. Okay. Specifically that score mm-hmm. is what we know that it's real and it has to be done in Pac-Man museum. Plus you can do it on any platform, but specifically oh, so, that game. Well, let me ask really quickly. Like, Pac-Man museum plus what style of game is this? Um, well, this is the more recently released one where you have the virtual arcade and all the games. Yeah, but is it a, is it one particular Pac-Man game or is Museum Plus the mode? Just just Pac-Man. No, Museum Plus is the game. Um, oh, it's but just I, regular I, Pac-Man. Gotcha. I, I, am li- I am limiting this to players of Pac-Man Museum Plus, um, which is free on Game Pass right now as well. Um, it's available on Switch. It's available on PlayStation. Um, don't go breaking gotcha. out some emulator or anything like that. I want it specifically from this game. Mm. All right. Next one. Boop, 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 boop. 
Be the best of turtles. You need to pop the complete cast achievement in Shredder's Revenge on any platform. Sounds dirty. Um, to get this one. You know, what? <laughs> I, I, I got the pop word from Hambone Johnny. He's been saying that word a lot. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, I like that. Pop Hambone the achievement. Dirty bastard. You better watch out for that guy. He is, but he influences my life. I know. Um, so in order to get this achievement, you have to beat the game with all seven characters. Um, really, you just have to beat the last level Whoa. with all the characters. You can't tell them that. Well, we know. People know. It's not a secret. Um, so uh, take a screenshot of your prove that this is your game and that you got this achievement. I, I bet you somebody out there has already done this. First person to send it gets $10 in eShop like money. Pop. And the last one is the new Cuphead Delicious Last Course DLC. Pop the, yeah, we're popping again. Pop Pop the Ranger, obtain an A rank or higher on all bosses in Inkwell Isle 4. So this is the Ranger achievement. Um, You have to get an A rank or higher on every boss in the DLC. This is is our toughest one Mm. of of the three. Uh, and you'll nothing. get 10 whole 10 dollars. Do you think anybody's done this already? Uh, I'm close to believing it. Maybe I'll go fucking do this one. Can I win? No, you can't win. Oh, but you can. Um, if you can do it, then anybody can do it. That's that's a fact. That is. Yeah, this is a good one. I can't wait to get to this. Listen, you don't give me enough credit for my gaming capabilities. I, I do, too. I have literally <laughs> said on this show, I am I am actually, for, for a guy who doesn't seem to be a huge gamer, right? how many games do we talk about? And you're just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck game is that? I've never heard of that. I don't have another console. That's I mean, true. you're just constantly like, what is this? Like, I don't cry during games, all of that. Yeah. You, you're so good at Slay the Spire. Mm. Um, you blaze through the Cuphead DLC. I killed the Cuphead DLC. And when you get your brain onto Mario Golf, when you get your brain focused, and you don't play a lot of different games, but when True. you get your head focused in, Too you're like really good. I've, I've very rarely seen you struggle in a game. That's which, fair. Which is weird because <laughs> overall, you're an idiot. That's but, a fact. <laughs> but you're good at the games that you care about. It's <laughs> pretty funny. All right. Speaking uh, of Cuphead speaking DLC, of, <laughs> I've been waiting months to say this next phrase, but it is back. Monthly Mayhem! Oh. <laughs> ah, it's back. Monthly Mayhem is upon us. It is live. It's been posted. I don't have the information. I think it only goes to July 17th, our next episode, believe it or not. It's a shorty. It's Cuphead. It's freaking Cuphead because that's where it all began. Why not bring it back with this one? And how many people out there, let me blow your mind, because I know there's probably 28% of you listeners out there that didn't realize that Cuphead DLC, the DLC actually stands for Delicious Last Course. Mm -hmm. Mind blown. Pull over, take a second. I understand 20% of you. I knew you didn't know that. Uh, so here's the rules. You guys know the rules. It's $15 to the winner, $10 to the runner-up. That's always the given, right? Um, that that's, It didn't change. And here's how you're going to win. Uh, you're going to get one point 
for each percentage complete in this game. And they do a good job. When you go back to the main menu and you hit the L and R to start the game, great music, by the way, very catchy. Um, it's going to tell you percentage complete for the original game, and then for the DLC, it also has its own separate category, so you can kind of see it. Um, so 1% equals 1 point, and then for achievements, I may have fucked this up, but I believe there's 14 new achievements for the DLC. We're going to give you an additional 5 points for each one. Listen, this is your chance to both win Monthly Mayhem and get a bounty at the same time. Go out there, get that Ranger bounty completed, and you'll get five points in Mayhem as well as $10. So no-brainer. Go do it. Um, so this Mayhem is now live. It goes to July 17th. Just go play it. Enjoy the game. We'll talk about it a little bit more later. But it's fun. It's challenging. I think it was less challenging than the other one, but it was still fun. And you and you nailed it right. I mean, it's it's not a long experience. No. It's a, it's a great experience. And you can do Mayhem and win money, and you can get a, get the bounty yeah um, why if not you, try if it. you if you do hit that achievement in the bounty let us know right away because the first yes. one gets it and that's it um mm. for mayhem you can collect your points you have what two weeks now two weeks to go two weeks yep um i i i have to finish fire emblem before i'll jump into cuphead but i i Got want it. i want in on this so yes this is a fun one uh um, also going on we get the dads after dark strikers club and i just want to say Thank you, everybody, because we fucking killed yes. it last season. We did. Absolutely killed it. We finished the season in the world ranked 201. I think we got down below 200, but when the season ended, we finished at 201 ranked club in the fucking world. Incredible job. Um, we did great. We, you know, we moved up to division. We got all of our tokens. We're continuing to collect more tokens. We now have... Uh, we upgraded our Mushroom Hills to Tier 2. We now have 50, almost 50,000 tokens, John, sitting in the bank, waiting to spend. Um, also, for all you people out there, I went in and I updated all of our things in our stadium that we could update based on your votes. So, John, I know you wanted it. We now have the clear tube goal with I the coins. It. I love we got it. those as our end goals. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. I did I, change our colors for Season 2. If you guys have a preferred color, oh, let me know. I'll change the colors. Let me know what you guys want. But uh, this is fun. Uh, we were talking about a little bit in Discord earlier today. I think the game is perfection as far as a gameplay goes. I truly do think the gameplay itself is pretty, pretty smooth, pretty good, pretty thought out. Um, I played a lot of this game. Uh, <laughs> I have over 50 hours in already. And I will say I haven't found... I probably have... God, over 100 matches online and i haven't found any matches so far like someone found a way to beat the system you know that was that was one of my fears uh that it would require balancing like something i haven't unfair. seen that yet um no uh the menu options could be maybe be a little bit improved and stuff like that but but anyways strikers club uh we have spots open folks if you want to join let me know asap so you can get in for this season um, if not, you can get in for net season. That's okay too. But we have spots. Um, uh, we want you in. That's it. You know, our, our top performers are playing 50 games a season. Um, you know, we, we'd like to at least see five to 10 per person, uh, per season, but keep them going. You know, you only gonna get better if you play. Yeah. We're going to bring the randos in to kind of buffer our I'll roster. See. Are you getting requests? 
Because um, the season starts, like by the time people hear yeah. this, the season will have started already. It starts early, early morning tonight. Yeah, I'm thinking once once we have our numbers, like we show have a lot of matches and wins in our belt, and people see us are, that we're an active, um, I'll get the requests in. And I'm going to start accepting them. I'm going to be honest, because... Um, I'd rather have randos in that are playing matches than, you know, unfortunately friends, no hard feelings guys. Um, uh, but if you're in the club, and you're not playing, you might get the boot. Give him the boot. Gotta Give him the, the boot. boot. I saw uh, it. I saw, um, we have in the standings, we, like you said, we had gotten under the two hundreds. And then I remember that night, um, hmm. I stayed up late because I wanted to get us under the 200s and then we did it. And I was like, okay. But I was like, by the time I wake up, we'll have probably gone back yeah. down. And I, I was Not like, wow, much. we ended up at 201. I was like, man, I think I would have, I would have, I would have stayed up a little bit longer if I thought we would end yeah. up at 201. If I had just done a, just a few more matches, maybe we could have like been under 200 in the I end. It's not a that big a the, difference, but a lot of the European people, were mm-hmm. probably it was they were, they couldn't stay up any later probably so that was they were probably all in bed and if you notice a lot of the clubs are fc for football club yes which i have to assume are europeans yeah but you know we we see european soccer here i mean yeah, you know true. a lot of fcs here yeah. I, I think season one was a big uh you know what we'll, we'll talk more about that we'll talk more okay. about that soon so the so last thing i'll say about the strikers club um, remember every season for the, at least the first three seasons, we give $10 to the top performer. Um, hate to say pat on my back. It wasn't me, but I am not eligible folks. So <laughs> it was at lawn at well done, buddy. You earned it. Um, and, and this is one of those, he could win that season. There's no, you know, limit. You should win every season. Keep um, coming. keep playing the game, keep winning. And that's it. So Epsilon uh, Nets gets $10 for that. And there'll be another $10 given away next week. So starting tomorrow, get your games in, keep playing. Yep. Season starts early, early Monday morning, goes for just a week. And I'm, I'm uh, interested to yeah. see what the rules will be this season. Yeah, because we did normal matches in season one. There's got to be something different. I'm, Could I'm be. ready for it. Could be. I'm excited. Uh, John, give us a little breakdown on the Chubbies. Yeah, Chubbies bracket continues to go on. Um, Bruce Patterson won our week five. Well done. Uh, Nick Medsker with another win week six. He's been the biggest Killing loser it. multiple times now. He's, he's our carbless guy. He's the one going carbless. Wow. Um, I think Jesse is going keto. I'm not sure if he's going keto or not. Um, yeah. Uh, but Nick is just rocking it. And uh, I saw today his goal was my goal, which is to get to the one hundreds. One, mm. my goal is 199.8. Okay. I just want to see a one. Yeah. My goal is um, 179. I want to see the sevens. Uh, that's insane. Is it? Um, I yeah, mean, real goal is 175. From my point of view, if, if I got to 179, I'd be like ecstatic. But yeah, like, I, lot, I try to yeah. keep it realistic. But it's funny, as Nick's goal is, you know, those, those 100s, but that was my goal. But he started, I think, about 10 pounds heavier than I was. So mm. he is like passed me by and hit the goal before me. He's killing it. Um, it's awesome to see people. You know, I was a little nervous. All oh, people would start this and not finish, but I mean, we're getting engagement from yeah. almost everybody that joined. Yeah, there's and, chat in the app, chat in the Discord. Yeah, I don't check the chat in the app, but I, I check the Discord app, the chat. Um, you know, changing people's lives. Yeah, one pound at a time. Yeah, Sean was posting pictures uh, wearing like clothes that used to not fit them. I know I was doing that too. That was a big thing. 
Um, yeah, it's good to see. Really good to see. Mm. Um, we should do another uh, total poundage count. Yeah, I, I like the, the update end. on that. Wait till, um, oh man, I'm gonna, my weigh-in tomorrow is not going to be good. So <laughs> I can't wait to see your weigh-in. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been great. Uh, Drew, I mean, you did try to cheat uh, last week. Oh my week. god! The I mean, we have one stupid. we have one rule. I mean, besides don't cheat, the one rule is you have to weigh in on Tuesdays, and there's a reason oh. for that. The, the Tuesday marks the end of the week for your weigh-in, but it's also the beginning of the next week. So, for example, I've, I've always said you could cheat in this. If you if you had a really bad day and then you went to weigh yourself on Tuesday morning and you gained a bunch of weight, you could just not put it in and then you win the week because you're weigh-in for Monday. So you have to weigh in Tuesday. And mm. this guy right here, Drew, Listen doesn't weigh in. Let me, I, and listen, thinks he's going to win. I had a killer week. I was like second place by only a little bit. I was I was <laughs> beating Hambone Johnny, who's been killing it in my in my weekly head to head, absolutely murdering it. I was down to like one eighty five. For me, it was like my first milestone goal. And I went on fucking vacation, and I didn't have a fucking scale, John. All right, and I'm not happy. I should have fucking won. <laughs> It's not even about the $2. You were probably pigging out on vacation and you were like, ah, I'm going to cheat my way I into two bucks. I lost 11 miles on Monday. If anything, I lost weight. No, wait, you walked 11 at Legoland, I assume? Yeah, uh, Tuesday I walked 11 miles. Okay, but you didn't eat any like bad snacks or anything at uh, Legoland, right? Totally. You had, you know, carrots. Did, they had these fried apple french fries fried apple fries <laughs> fried apple fries fried apple fries but they put a little bit of caramel and cool whip on oh, oh. I'm, a, I'm gonna call legoland i'm gonna call legoland and ask if they have scales in the rooms and if i find out that they actually have scales in the rooms then i'll know i would have done it because i still would have won that's how much i was killing <laughs> you it that probably moment. you know i did look at it and said i think drew probably would have won but it was a first day of vacation very easily could have lost um, I, I got to protect Hambone there. I got I got to protect Hambone. Fucked up. All right, so that's good. So we have a lot going on. We have Chubby's bracket for money. We've got <laughs> Strikers Club for money. We've got several bounties for money. Four right now, and monthly mayhem for money. We wow. are busy. We are busy folks. We're gonna be poor. <laughs> we're gonna be poor indeed. <laughs> All right, we're gonna change our format a little bit for this show, and we are gonna go right into. I don't know what we're going to call this. I don't want to say the news. This it's is like, an after dark let's, show. Let's call it like the meat. The the meat. All right. We'll, like we'll the work, meat we'll, of the episode. We'll workshop that this week. All right. Ready? Mm. Let's get into the meat. <laughs> do we have do we have Sadie? We don't have Sadie saying the meat. The meaty of the meat. I'll go through the Manscaped ad read and see if there's like if she says a word. A word. All right. Welcome to the meat. <laughs> Speaking of the beat, really quick, watching the boys episode the other day when the when like the, the weird superhero guy can grow his dick. Oh yes, <laughs> it broke through the window and it was the love sausage. Him. And I'm like, what is that? Is that like like an op- octopus arm? I was like, oh my god, it's his dick. <laughs> I love when Frenchie says, Frenchie goes, um, you should be more open minded. <laughs> uh, anyways, the meat. What do we got going on in the meat? What a great way to start the meat. <laughs> okay uh first 
little bit that we've learned this week. This is going to be news. Did we explain that? This is news. <laughs> this is the hard facts. This is the news portion of the show. We'll go over what has happened in reality. Mm. And then later on, we'll get into the crazy stuff. But into the breach. Isn't John this- Blanco's second <sighs> favorite game of all time game, a physical like you know, you're barely, you're, no no old. don't step on me this is my announcement right here into <laughs> the breach has a physical edition for the first time ever now you can talk this first of all this game's like five years old i don't get the hype for like a physical you own the game you've beaten the game why buy it to put on that shelf behind you and let it sit there and collect dust why do you buy all your fucking plushies and put them on shelves when you have the video game? I Why do you need a physical plushies. Koopa? I just bought three plushies on vacation. <laughs> There's not even room anymore. The, Drew, just... you have them digitally. <laughs> a plushie? Yeah. You have That's... to go to the website and look at them. <laughs> so you didn't get it? Oh, I've already pre-ordered it. Are you kidding me? Is this um, limited run or who's no? This so this out? is Fan Gamer, which, which, in my opinion, is the best physical game producer of all of them. They they oh. do they not only do really good like they 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 have good games that they put physical, um, but they also have really good products and chachis. Only thirty four dollars. That's thirty four dollars. I mean, look, there's you're not getting a a, a mech plushie or anything no, like you're that. You're getting some stickers and yeah. um what else what is that you got like a blueprint what's that a manual a pilot like very close to his screen i'm concerned for his eyesight you can't click it it doesn't do anything it's one of those websites um yeah you get it looks like you get some stickers you get ah, some cards gets you, you know it. there's a little manual and a physical version of the game really the really exciting part about this is there's new content um, if you've played into the breach, uh, there are new mechs you can use. I um, I, I want to play this, and you keep telling me that it's not for me. I I mean, I I definitely have talked up this game, but I can't say enough. Um, and you know, this is one of the best video games you'll ever play. But it's not for everybody. But if you like turn-based uh, tactics, strategy, RPG stuff like Fire Emblem, Advance Wars, yeah. um, this game is the cream of the crop. And Fire Emblem is is one of my favorite series, but this is the cream of the crop of games. And the big reason why is it's not just about, you know, in Advance Wars, right? You take your army and you battle another army and you crush them to the ground. That's how you win. That's not how you win in Into the Breach. And in Into the Breach, you win by uh, protecting uh, uh, an area for a certain amount of turns. You can destroy all the robot, all the other enemies, all you want. They'll keep coming. You just have to defend the ah. people that live in the buildings. Dude, so instead of like blowing like up this. robots, sometimes you have to like just push a robot. So on every turn, you see exactly what the opponent is going to do. They're going to fire forward. They're going to fire sideways. They're going to move over here. And if you push them a little bit out of the way, they still do that. But if you if you nudge them a little bit, they fire forward. They hit a rock instead of a building. That sort of thing. So so cream of the crop. Thirty four dollars, October twenty first. Tell me why it's better to spend thirty four dollars and wait than get it for fifteen dollars digitally. 
Oh, I, I won't say that it is, but if you love this game, you know, and you want a physical edition, um, this here it is. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's up to everybody. Um, there's right, no reason gonna, to get this. I'm going to put on my wish list, right? If it goes to like 10 bucks, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. it. It is truly one of the greatest games. Um, but yeah, I, I was when I saw that, I was... Do you remember, uh, remember like it was like a month ago, Nintendo dads had somebody on their show. Um, I think it was associated with one of the, the, the public, like super rare oh, yeah, or one yeah, of those. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they had a contest. I don't know whatever happened with this contest, but they had a contest where if you wrote the Nintendo dads email and said, what game should they publish next? And you got to pick a game that isn't published. Yeah. Um, that you could win a contest. I said into the breach. And fan gamer delivered. And you <laughs> so, did not win that contest. But you that's won how bad I wanted it. You won in life, John. You I know. Did the game. Yeah, so I got the game. I didn't win the contest, but I got the game. Very excited. Um, and then when the new content comes out, I'm I'm all in, baby. Um, I'm all in. I can't I, I, I'm in. You know what? I'm I'm done listening to you to say it's not my game. I might give this a go. Hey, you should, but you were looking for a very quick game, and I was like, this is not a quick game. This is a game this, that this you play a like lot. This seems like a Slay the Spire type game. You can pick it up, play a little bit, and put it back down. It's a roguelike. I mean, you know, yeah. and when you win it, you could stop and say, I, I beat a run. Um, but there's so many achievements, and there's so many mechs you can use, and it's just limitless. It's, uh, you just keep going. Yeah. All right. Other bit of news should come as no surprise. We have another delay. Sea of stars was delayed to 2023. Mm. Uh, they said in a statement, as we are closing in on a very big milestone, the road to launch becomes clearer. And we find ourselves here with a large body of text and our logos at the bottom, keeping in mind our two main priorities, quality of life for our team and quality of the finished game. We can now confirm that sea of stars will be released in 2023. We understand waiting is a big ask. Is it? And want to sincerely thank you. Thank you our community for, in the, for the overwhelming support and positive vibes. In the meantime, we are looking at options to get a playable slice out to everyone this year. Nice. Um, were you interested in sea of stars? I know a lot of people were, I'm not, not interested. Okay. I don't I know forget. Yet. Did you play the messenger? I did not play the messenger. Okay. All right. It has nothing to do with that though. Just the same people. Uh, no, it's a little bit of a connection to the messenger, but you, oh, you wouldn't really? need, I don't from what It sounds like you don't need to have played the messenger, but it um, looks like a totally different connect. style of game. Oh, totally different style of game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I actually didn't love the messenger, um, yeah, because of a couple good. gameplay elements, but I can actually see myself playing it again before this comes out. Just so for is this fun. just like a typical RPG turn-based type final it, fantasy type RPG. Game? I think they're going more for like a chrono trigger. Okay. to this one um yeah looks interesting um I mean, I think it, I'll it, be playing it, it all comes down to what else is coming out you know at that time exactly well now here's the th- the deal they're talking about delaying to 2023 um i forget when this game was supposed to come out i think they had just said 2022 okay but they're also saying about putting out a sl- playable slice yeah, a little to bit of everyone demo? this year to me That's that sounds like I mean, if they're saying a playable slice this year, it's it means late in the year because otherwise they'd give a time frame. Mm. And if they're going to give a playable slice out before the end of the year, that means the game is not going to come out until well into 2023. So, yeah, so who wants to demo and then wait three months? Exactly. And I don't think it would be like a demo that continues. Um, Correct. So, yeah, I. It's like a, you know, but if it's like a, like a 
like almost like a little prequel, right? Like an hour gameplay that introduces the characters in the story. And then you, that's not bad. Yeah, like middle of the game level. I no, know. I don't want that garbage. I hate, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. All right. All right. And now we have a couple of directs to talk about because we do our show every two weeks. And last week I did talk about the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. Well but I done, held, by the way. Thank well you. Um, I held back a little bit because I wanted to talk to you about it a little more personally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to go through all the games because I did that already. Mm. But uh, I guess we'll just keep it simple right here, Drew. What did you think of the Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase? Um, here's the thing about this one. This Nintendo Direct, uh, not a lot of big games for me, but I'm open-minded, John. Overall, I don't think this was a bad Direct. I really don't. Um, again, there wasn't a lot of stuff jumping out for me, but that doesn't mean it has to be a bad Direct because I didn't like it. I thought the pacing was well. Here's my biggest problem with this. There was a lot of games that we already knew about, and that bothers me, mm-hmm. right? Not only do we already know about them, but like we've already saw them in other directs, you know, not even directs like other showcases from other. Yeah, like to start out with Monster Hunter. I get it. I mean, it was coming out in like two days. But at the same time, like, I don't know. They spent a good like three to four minutes on Monster Hunter. And I get it's a huge game, but didn't we have a Monster Hunter Direct? Didn't we have all this information? Like, it just seemed a little... If they wanted to put that like in the scissor reel, great. I don't think you need to open up the Direct and give it that full attention. You know, there, and, and they, there was some new information in it. I agree. I mean, I, I was excited for it. I, I loved it. Yeah. I think the problem is when they say there's 25 minutes this 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 direct is 25 minutes yeah everyone starts a clock in their head and then what happens is whenever somebody sees something that they they don't care about they feel like it's it's intruding on their 25 minutes i think nintendo should not give the length of these things because if they didn't put the sunbreak stuff in then this would be like let's say 23 minutes or 22 minutes you wouldn't feel like you lost something it's just additive yeah yeah, I, yeah. I think that's odd. I think that's an odd choice that you say, here's how long it's going to be. Like, why does that? Do they, they think that they're di- telling people, look, we're going to give out 25 minutes? So, like, it's not a lot of information when you think about it. It isn't. I think they just want to set the expectations. How long are you going to sit in front of your screen? Because if it's 90 minutes, you know, it's like, okay. That That is a good point. But, especially if people are at work and stuff, right? You know, like, hey, can I watch it at work? I might be able to watch 90 minutes at work right and then when you're watching a game like you don't like you're like oh no you're killing the time like you feel like you're losing something but you're not you're gonna get everything they have but speaking of that um this was an odd one right this was not live streamed this was just a a video drop Mm -hmm. which i will say i kind of liked it because i'm not gonna lie i was on vacation it came out at nine o'clock lego land opened at 10 i needed (laughs) to leave the hotel and I was able to watch this on the Twitch. Hey, honey, I got to take a shit before we go. And I got to sit on the shitter and I could fast forward a little bit. You know, not super right. fast, but like scrub through it. 30 seconds of Monster Hunter. And I'm like, all right, I, I, I know what this game is. I know a lot about it. I've played it. I don't need, I'm not playing the demo. I can kind of hit that 10 second button until I see I'm out of that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there was stuff like that that I could watch this whole direct in probably eight to 10 minutes. Right. Which. Again, on vacation, I had limited time. It worked out. Um, interesting concept, though, that they did that and then it's stream it. 
uh, yeah, very famously, though, when they first announced the switch, that was not a streamed event. They just dropped that on YouTube, too. True. And True. I remember seeing Nintendo Switch and I was like, oh, yep. um, that's a overall. Weird name. I thought it had some good balance, um, good pacing and uh, good variety of games. I, again, um, a lot of stuff we already knew about, though. I uh, I agree with you. And the thing is, even the games we didn't know about, some of them got leaked. So, yeah. like, I mean, I, I know you and I are both really excited for Mario Rabbids, too. Yep. And Bowser amazing. Even the date. Yeah. Bowser didn't get leaked, but the release date did. Um, I, 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 I don't I hate leaks, even but even little things date. like dates. I, I love the excitement about a date. I do when it's like, you know, when you're watching a trailer, and you know, there's gonna be a release date. Like the Breath of the Wild trailer right at the end when they said, open your eyes and they were like, March 3rd. I I mean, mean, we know Mario and Rabbids is probably coming out this fall or this holiday. We have no idea. They they could have put 2020. I know, but they said 2022. Everything gets delayed. There's no guarantees. Uh, They could have just said 2023 and be like, ah, shit. Mm. Um, But yeah, like I I hate that. It was was, it's not the end of the world, but it's like that would have been a, a fun little thing to learn. Um, and then, uh, and then we had, it had been leaked that near automata was, was coming. So that wasn't a big surprise. It was nice to get yeah. it confirmed, but it was like, I wish we didn't know that that would have been more fun. Um, and then persona, we wasn't leaked, but you know, the, from the, the showcase and other clues, we were thinking we could get this again. It was mm-hmm. great to like, see it confirmed. And when it came up, it was like, yes, it is coming to switch. And I'll talk more about that. But you're right. A lot of the cool stuff in here mostly was the indies. I thought RPG time and Blanc um, were two yeah. really cool games. Looking at so looking at the list, here's games that I'm 100% playing. Um, Return to Monkey Island, 100%. Mario and Rabbids, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the uh, Sonic Frontiers. I'm good chance I might play that. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley. I might try to play this one with my daughter um, and see if she picks it up and lights it and then maybe to help her out a little bit and get her going and then try to let her do it on her own. Now, that one is early access. I don't know if that influences your decision. Like The official game doesn't actually come out September 6th. Correct. Um, if that, if you decide, like, are you going to wait or are you going to use that as an opportunity to see if your daughter would like it? But is it free early access or you have to pre-order it? I... I don't know because we don't really get early access games on Switch. I That's know. Like, what does Steam that mean? Thing. Yeah, I don't know. So, do you have to physically pre-order or pay for it? I don't. Know. No we'll idea. When they're closer, but isn't, I might... it, isn't it free to play though? It's a free to play game, right? Oh, is it one of those? I think it is. It looks like oh, okay. it. We'll All see. Right. That's going to be a sucker for me and my daughter. Then oh, I want this. I want that. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Dragon Quest Treasures. Had me a little intrigued. I liked the art style. I liked the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, I might give that one a go because I haven't played a good Dragon Quest game in a while. Uh, maybe I have to pick Jesse's brain and do a little research on this. I know this is a remake, right? This isn't new. No, it's it's new. Oh, it is new. We knew it. Well, we knew about it. We heard about game. it on a Dragon Quest direct. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. And that's really it for me. I'll be honest. Um, nothing else jumped out at me. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I when I did my episode last week, it was like fresh off of it. I've had some time to digest. Mm. Um, obviously, Sunbreak, I I love. I'm playing it already. Um, 
I I tried Nier Automata on Game Pass. I played about 10 hours and then dropped off. I just mm. I, it wasn't really interesting to me. Um, and I'm not going to play it on Switch, though. Uh, Blanc looks good. I'm kind of I might wait and see if there's like a physical version, because I think that's a game my wife and I would both like to play. Um, but Blanc looked great. Looks like Fox uh, the Hound. Mario Rabbids is definitely a day one for oh, me. Yeah. And um, yeah, some other indies RPG time. I think I keep looking at it going like that. That really does look good, but it's probably realistically, I'll probably still wish list it and wait for a sale. Um, uh, Three Hopes from the Sizzle Reel. Obviously, I'm playing now Plague Tale. I'm going to be playing. I'm going to buy both those games on PlayStation. Um, and then Persona. Persona is interesting. I will probably buy Persona 5 Royal on the Switch. I will not play it day one because it comes out the day after Mario Rabbit. Isn't five the one you just played? Yes. I'll talk about that later. Oh, but I'm gonna God. buy it. I'm gonna buy it for Switch. I'm not gonna play it October 21st. I probably won't play it this year, but I might play it in the future. This... Uh, I'm not interested in the other two. Persona 4 Golden was fun. Um P3P is just it's it's just older. Um mm. but I think Persona 5 is just better than both those games so but yeah i know i and and yeah i it was a good one i i'm so tempted to play portal but that first person view man i i just can't i i just can't i'm not i can't do it um but yeah i thought it was a pretty good i i agree with you though there wasn't anything that knocked your socks off but if we're lucky maybe tomorrow Maybe Tuesday we'll find out about it. Maybe a direct, a real direct coming up maybe next mm. week. So um, we shall see. But uh, yeah, if you want a full breakdown, check uh, check last week's episode that I did um, kind of breaking down all of these. If you're into that sort of thing. <sighs> but Drew, I know what else you like. Oh, yeah. I know you like Xenoblade. I can't wait for this. Was this not one of the best? single game directs that we've seen wow it was fantastic it was just like they didn't stop and try to do this weird voiceover like everything was in game like voicing <laughs> um they explained it perfectly like xenoblade games can be a little confusing right we all know that we get that this game did it's this fantastic job explaining all the new elements to this game mixed in with what the old elements of this game has to offer um yeah, like it, it it was overall from a, a you know direct focused perfect. Like ten out of ten. This is how if you're gonna do a specific game direct, this is how you do it. Um whether you like the game or not, you, you have to give kudos to, to what they did. It it was stellar. They started off with sort of the vague storytelling and sound clips and we've gotta go, we're gonna survive yeah. and all that stuff. And then it kind of broke down the characters. But I don't think it ever got too detailed because I was a little worried watching Ooh. this. It's like I'm playing this game no matter what. I don't. So I don't like to get, But they really didn't spoil too much. They gave you a, a general idea of the story, um, general idea of the combat. I had come into this wondering if I would like the combat because there's six characters on the screen but at the same time. It's essentially the same combat, except you can change but there's just there are so many more people and now we know that you can have seven on, in combat at the you same know, time you gotta remember when when xenoblade chronicles 2 mm -hmm. you had your main character yeah then how many blades could you have at a time just one no but then you could also bring 
the the NPCs from the town, I thought, with you. NPCs from the town? You could have more than two characters in your party. Oh, sure. You could have four. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You So, like, you could bring a healer. You could bring a buffer. You could bring different people with you. Is right. my point. So you had those people. The big difference is you could never play as those people. Right. They were like the blades. You Correct. could bring Poppy. Puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah. my, I guess the, the big difference here is, sure, you can have a couple more people in your, your party. Not a big amount. But now you can switch between them, which I like because this game is a long game. Right. And if, if you want to play different styles, you can have like, let's say you want to focus on three or four different styles and you could switch. If you want to just sit back and be a healer for a little bit and let, and let the computer control your play other players. Yeah. Go, go for it. Yep. You know, if, if you want to go, you know, attack to be the attacker. So yep. that's what I'm interested in. Right. Because, you know, you think of even like MMOs and stuff in a weird way. Xenoblade is like a, a MMO in certain ways. Um, yeah. Uh, you only really it is right you auto attack in yeah. a little bit you're hitting your skills to use um you're creating parties and using your po it isn't it, it is you don't think so i i don't really play mmo so I, I i'm not going to be too opinionated about it but it's an rpg i mean i don't know yeah. i'm not i but with auto attacking you're just saying that because you don't directly control the characters or that it is like in-game action i mean i think it's the whole concept of you go to a town you 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 get all your gear ready to go you're gonna go fight something um and then you go and you do that quest and you do it and you you come back you get your it's i mean i know i get it that's an rpg i get it but yeah but yeah i I don't know if you're really describing this game i mean it's it's side questing and finding new locations and stuff it's It's exploring the environment right you're doing the nooks and crannies i get it you're not doing dungeons and stuff but Mm -hmm. um, i love the idea of being able to to go between characters and and really build in each character so you really have more than one main character and i think that's the key because you know you had rats in the last game and rats always felt as like the main right. shult right you, they've like i feel like this game doesn't really have that uh, I, I agree yes there, there, there's you have three and three from the two different you know right. you were rex oh. and pyra rex and mithra you know this is just like they're six people. They're all going to have their own little intertwined stories. I'm sure some bat stories of each character. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the character part of it and, and leveling up and really building probably like focusing on three characters. I mean, I think six is a lot to be honest. I would have been okay with maybe four, but it looks like you have six in your party plus a plus one. Um, Correct. I don't know if you can take any of these six out of your party. I'm I'm not sure if we've ever seen that confirmed. But the yeah, uh, the know. big the big thing here is you have the six in this party, and then you can have another hero. And Drew, honestly, that was my favorite part of the direct. Mm. I didn't. I loved Xenoblade Two. I'm I'm Xenoblade One was fine. I loved Xenoblade Two. Agreed. Um, I didn't like the blade system for a few reasons. One just just emotionally like i found it weird these blades are not human so it's like don't get connected to them and then the other part was you had to find them and you had to do that little like loot box it was a loot box yeah it, it, and so you was... just loot box loot box loot box like trying to get like all the blades yeah, but then once you understand it and you found out you did like combine them and throw them away and stuff like it was annoying yeah but if you knew how to if it was a convoluted system but once you understood it 
and you could get what you wanted, it worked. I don't think I ever understood it. <laughs> it Honestly, I don't think I ever understood time. it. It took me a long time. It, it, you're right. It's very confusing. And I think that was one of the yeah. problems. And so, like, I didn't get all the blades. I didn't. I didn't go completionist on this thing. But yeah, like the blades were like, well, okay, but they're not really people and their memories are getting erased. It's just something emotionally that left was a little lacking. And plus, they're always involved in the conversations. And it's like, blades, go away, right? I'm talking to the people. <laughs> but the thing I love about this game is that they seem to have replaced that concept with heroes. So it sounds like you have to you have to find these heroes. They're not all like main quest heroes. There's yeah, yeah. side quest heroes. So you can add people to your party by finding side quests and doing side quests. And then you add them in and then they have powers and skills and jobs mm. that you can now bring. So your whole party can do that job because you unlocked that. So there is not only to me, it rewards your effort for unlocking yeah. the heroes, but it's also like they're people and you, they're just if people. And if you look around, you can find them. It's not a loot box thing. So I love everything yeah. about it. Um, and then, of course, the job system. One of the first oh, things I, I I noticed from this trailer, I, I was like, love it. This is like Bravely Defaults, where you it's have awesome. jobs and then you can level you can level up individual jobs. So you can take all your characters and level up in a particular job. And then you can have your whole party do one job, or you can split them out, or you can have them do none of those jobs. And mm -hmm. that's that's what makes Bravely Default so fun. But now this is sort of in Xenoblade 3. And when you find the heroes, you get their jobs. And now all of your yeah. characters can do that job. It's so what was so um, what was like one of the classes that you like? Oh, my God, that's the first one I'm going for. Um, I don't know. Uh, what were some of them? I have them listed over here. I, I think I'm going with the older one, which was like the hammer. And which it's funny because that was a class I loved in Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. um, but like the heavy, heavy damage. Like, well. You always want to have one of those in your party. I, I, but that's like, I, I prefer like the hammer over like a sword fighter. Okay. Yeah, I think you always want to have a tank. You want to have a healer. You want to have a magic user. And then usually that second one is more your style. Do you have a couple tanks? Do you have a couple yeah. magic users? Um, but yeah, like some of the jobs, like I really got to see what they are, but war medic and cursor, like there's some interesting yeah, ones. I here. agree. Um, but man, it's just, the thing that would always made bravely default so fun is when you get a new job, then you might you like start leveling all your characters in them. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And then customizing, I, mixing, and matching. I, I it, can't this wait. game is Xenoblade is so grindy, right? You're constantly doing battles, and you're hearing all the expressions. The and I want people to understand this that that maybe aren't players of Xenoblade or they're thinking about playing. It, it is super grindy, but. The difference with this grindiness is the world is so massive. I feel like you can grind while exploring new areas that you maybe you've never seen before. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's and, and there's so many quests too. So it's not like you hear like, oh, I have to go kill a thousand of these things and just keep doing it. No, it's grindy in a way. There's millions of quests and the world is just so vast that you can keep going and going in every nook and cranny. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. It doesn't feel grindy because it's new stuff, even though you are in a way grinding. Right. I mean, I, I like to go to a town and talk to everybody, get as many quests together as I can and then go grind and you'll start like hitting, yeah. you know, what those quests are doing. And you'll but see the, them but the, complete. Yeah. The greatness of this three that I think, I mean, we haven't played it yet, but the greatness here is 
you're not only grinding your level, which you need to do all the time, but you're grinding those individual job levels. So you yeah. can, instead of just grinding that level and say, okay, now that I've spent like 20 minutes grinding, I'm going to change my job and grind this job too. So you're grinding your level and your job. Yeah. And it gives more, um, reward for the grinding. Mm. That's, that's what I'm looking so the for. one thing that I was shocked we didn't see, and I'm not upset about it, and, and maybe it's not, maybe it still could happen. Pyra's rack. Oh, God. There was no big rats in this game. I, but my yeah, daughter right? didn't think there was. I told you that. Kind of um, good. I mean, cute characters, but I mean, yeah. yeah. And maybe that's good. Maybe, I mean, because sometimes playing Xenoblade 2 felt a little sleazy. You know, <laughs> it's weird to get a little boner playing, but um, so I'm shocked that I did not see some type of, and now for the first time ever in a Xenoblade Chronicles game, you can play online with your friends and they could do some type of like mm. monster hunter type thing. And maybe you only, I'll bring one character, right? Right. You bring a main character Ooh. and I can team up with you and do some type of quest. And maybe it's different than like the main story. Maybe it's its own little hub and its own little world. Just something. I'm shocked that they didn't introduce this concept of taking down like a monster boss or doing something, a dungeon or something yeah. with people online. It, it did. Not a showstopper for me by any means. I'm just surprised it mm. hasn't happened. Maybe DLC? I mean, because there is DLC that was announced. Speaking of that, expansion pass DLC. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what's your concept? What's your take on this? Uh, I'm going to get it when I get the game because, I mean, this game yeah. has a pedigree. I know I'll enjoy it. I know I'll, I'll spend a lot of time on it. It's one of those things we've seen a lot of where it's like you're going to get content later down the road. What do they say? By December, I don't know, December 32nd, December 32nd. <laughs> this is a great show. Um, but like basically by the end of 2023. But this is a game we'll be playing and probably beating by the end of August of 2022. So that's well, weird. And that's too. the brand new story scenario. And that's what they did with Xenoblade 2. Remember, Torna came out. Torna came out was a long time later. Independent. It was like a whole new game. And I think the independent nature of it was good because if you had to continue your save file, you'd be kind of lost. And Torna retaught you mechanics. So that was great. But you're going to play for DLC day one. So what do they give you? Color variants and helpful items. It reminds me of Breath of the Wild. Remember Breath of the Wild mm. day one? You got like there was three chests oh, on the yeah. great plateau. It was like a Nintendo Switch shirt, but that was it. There was nothing really there. It's free though. It's just it's just saying thanks for buying it for us. Right. So you can wait. I mean, I think you can reasonably play this game. Don't buy the DLC. And if you really liked it, then I would say looking at this now, what is it? December. They say by the end of 22, 2022, there will be a new hero character. Um, that could be significant, maybe. But, uh, you but know, what's the challenge battle that they keep saying? Maybe that's the online thing I'm talking about. It just sounds like it's it's new quests that might revolve around a particular character, you know, almost yeah. like a Smash Brothers drop. And, and at that point, what do you do with that character once you unlock them? Exactly. You already beat the game. Yeah. So I don't think you're going to see DLC, real DLC until December this year. So I would say if you're not sure, don't get the DLC. You're not going to need it. it they're going to give you it. so little. I'm going to get it because I'm going to enjoy it, but Agreed. they're going to give you so little anyway. Um, I wouldn't mess with it. And then maybe, you know, next year, if they have some, you know, big meaty standalone package, I didn't, wasn't <laughs> going to say I didn't want to finish that sentence. Yes, you did. Um, the meat, the then meat. get it. I'm going to get it. 
but it's 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 a bit silly. Actually, I didn't get the Breath of the Wild DLC right away, and I don't think I got it until after I beat the game. So I did buy it, and I went and to find the treasure chest, and like one had like a ruby or something, and it was like, I mean, <laughs> my God, it was like pointless yeah. at that point. So if you think that you're definitely going to get this DLC, get it day one because I'll those, be those early one. things will probably have a little more value. I want my armor to have pink. <laughs> <laughs> This game comes out on my wife's birthday. We'll be Ooh. in Disney that day. Oh, um, we will come out July, July 29th. Um, I get home July 31st, right? I'll have like 30 hours in. Yeah, I took I know I took <laughs> August 1st and August 2nd off just to decompress Ooh. from vacation. But now it is. Xenoblade 3. I'll be playing tons of Xenoblade 3 those days. So yeah, everyone's going to get ahead of me. I'm going to try to avoid social media a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's um, not really going to be spoilers. It's a long game. It's two days. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. Can't wait. I'm game. pumped. Um, anything else about it that, that caught your eye? Or um, no, We're good I'm on that one. I'm excited to explore. I, I love exploring these worlds. It's, um, it's a lot of fun. Do you have a favorite character yet? Or you got to no, see? Nothing that jumped out at me. Can I confess something? Sure. Uh, when I believe it was Noah yeah, showed up on the screen, I was like, oh, she's a hottie. I love it. And then when they said the name and, and I got to know, I was like, oh, Noah's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Noah is pretty hot for a boy. I'll tell you that much. Um, I think I like, oh, yeah. uh, Mayo, Mio. I, f- I can't remember how to pronounce that one. The cat girl. Um, and uh senna i guess she's stippable mayo mio (laughs) i know and they always have like a cat none of them were like yeah none of them were like damn there's no pyras or mithras but i think um i think they have i think they'll have more personality um you know and and that sort of thing i don't like uni she's the one with the wings on her head and i figured out why because her head is a goomba you know like you know i like um which one do you think is the think what? Oh, the winghead. I liked um, Lance. Oh, is that the that's the the guy with the glasses? No, he no, he's the other kind of the bitter guy. He's like the main. Oh, the big gray guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him. I think <laughs> it's going to be great to see all of them kind of together. I'm into the winghead shit. She has a nice rat. That. She's she's I, I I don't like the wings. I wish she just had wings on her back. The wings on her head yeah, are imagine what she could do going down on you, John. That's true. <laughs> the I possibilities mean, are kind the of open possibilities. there. <laughs> do the flap. Can you flap me? <laughs> flap, flap the meat. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Three folks. Make sure you're playing it. We certainly will be can't wait all right uh let's get right into well let's get into questions sure um we got some questions for the show today thank you everybody first question is from sean abbott who just did a solo episode of game pass news um and i did enjoy it uh i couldn't watch him play far cry 5 so i imagined it in my head there were some weird things going on um but he described it well i guess (laughs) So, so he, the podcast was him. Well, they do a twi- they do a Twitch stream. So, oh, okay. um, but the audio podcasters were were in the dark. But um, 
but it was good. To, it was good to hear him. All right. His question is cookout day. He was responding to you because you were having a cookout day today. Mm, cookout day. What meats are you grilling? Also, what are your favorite toppings on burgers, dogs, and pizza? Uh, I will just say up front, um, today was not my cookout day, but mm. tomorrow I'm going up to my brother-in-law's I'm and we're doing jealous. hot dogs and brats. I'm jealous. Um, that what did you have? Today I, I went simple. It wasn't too many people. We did um, burgers, dogs, and we had chicken wings. Uh, wings on the grill. Yeah. Do you like put them in like aluminum foil? I'll, yeah, I'll put them in, like, like like the throwaway pants, you know, the aluminum ones. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. You like uh, slow cook that or um, it sounds you interesting. Slow cook them on there. Yeah, they were good. Uh, we uh, so as far as toppings go, with the burger depends on the mood for. I told you guys about my my amazing barbecue burgers that I've been eating. Amazing. But I haven't done that. <laughs> we went with today. I I did some ketchup and relish. Uh, not a mustard guy. Mustard is gross. I, I agree. Down with mustard. Down with mustard. But hot dogs, I've been raw dogging it. I just <laughs> like it plain. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, I just like, 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 just like a Fenway Frank or a risky Drew. Murder. Just, <laughs> right. Just, yeah. I've, just I've actually, I am, um, Drew, this is why we're perfect together. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way. I actually do prefer a plain. When I was a kid, I used to get some ketchup because you're supposed yeah, to. But yeah, a plain no. hot dog. Um, if delicious. if there's sauerkraut around, I will do a little bit of sauerkraut. Um, Celery not salt? too much. What's that? Celery salt? No sauerkraut. Yeah, but I'm just saying celery salt too is not bad. Yeah, um, but I do like a plain dog. Now here's my thing about hot dogs, though. I like them with skin. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's that is not easy to find in no, Colorado. Most, of them are most yeah, a lot of them are skinless. I don't know why, um, but Sabret is my favorite uh, brand. Um, Nathan's, if they have the skin, they used I to sell like, the Nathan's with know. the skin on them here, and now I can't find it anywhere. I used to like the Nathan's. My wife does not. She likes the ballpark. Ugh, Franks. I just know. I feel the like worst. That's, like, that's like the typical. Like that's just. The commercial grade hot dog. That's the bad. Yeah, that's just the cheap stuff. I mean, I mean, they're, they're fine. I'll eat a, they're I'll fine. eat a ballpark dog. But I mean, put a little extra, you know, char on it. You know, you know what is a really person? good, a really good hot dog? A uh, boar's head. Oh, yep, I've had those. The boar's head. Those are the only skinned hot dogs I yeah, can find here. Find. I don't find them around around here. Yeah. How do you like your hot dog grilled? Do you like a little char on it? Do you like it not cooked that much? I I like it just so it gets like a darker pink. But honestly, I really do just prefer boiled hot dogs over oh, barbecue. That hurts to hear, John. I mean, I I like them grilled too, but I yeah, I'll I'll take them boiled. It's fine. Um, yeah. And the last one here from Sean: pizza. I did not grill any pizza today. <laughs> I have grilled pizza in the past. What would be your one topping of choice? I mean, or what, the one pizza. How would you like one pizza made? I mean, I'm I'm just classic pepperoni, but I love extra cheese. I, I'm uh, a good cheese guy. I I will say I do like pineapple on my pizza wow. and black olives. Wow. Well, pineapple uh, and black olives or yeah, together or no together. Good combo. Oh, Try it. God, it's delicious. Could pineapple be worse? Adding black olives. Black olives. Gross. <laughs> you ever get? You ever get a? Um, I love doing this. Like you know, when you get like a coupon for pizza, and they're like, "Oh, I got a, you know two pop two topping pizza," and it's like it's a good deal. But you were like, mm-hmm. "I just need pepperoni." Yeah. Um, I used to do like I'll get well, I'll just get me sausage and pepperoni. 
But now I'll actually prefer pepperoni and extra cheese as that mm. second topping. Um, just make it a little soupier. That's not good for the chubby bracket. Not good for the chubby. I haven't had pizza um, during this chubby bracket. Wow. And I'm kind of dying for it. Burgers, though. What do you like on your burger? Yeah. Oh, you said this. You went through this. The, rel- I, I the, took, the yeah, relish. I took relish. Um, the relish. Bacon. If I can get bacon on a burger, yeah, it's happening. I like bacon on food. Uh, I like cheddar cheese on my burgers. I like mayonnaise on my burgers. Oh, I like mayo. Yeah, I used to be ketchup. Mayo, bacon. Mayo, bacon, and cheddar, I think, is is ideal. Um, Barbecue sauce? I mean, when I sometimes when I get a burger yeah, at a restaurant, a they usually burger? do like they'll do the bacon, the cheese and the barbecue sauce. And it's like, that's fine. But when I'm at home, I never put barbecue sauce on a burger. Why not? I, just because I like the mayo. Oh, yeah. OK. All right. Good question. Second one. I'm curious also, Sean, what you like, because I have a feeling you're going to have yeah, some weird UK thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think? What, like, what's something weird? A they tea put bag. <laughs> do you teabag your burger sean you teabag <laughs> teabag uh we got a question from mecha dragon uh what do you feel made nintendo more lenient with lewd or saucy content on their games especially with the character designs in their recent games like xenoblade and fire emblem do you think they finally realized that waifu bait helps sell games you know I actually think it's quite the opposite. I think they went through that phase, and I think they're starting to get away from it more. Like with Xenoblade Chronicles 3, none of those characters are very revealing. They all had, at best, a sea-sized cup, and that's probably generous. A lot of them are beads. And I just, I think it's actually, I think they, they, they went there, and now they're going backtracking a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Fire Emblem is kind of the same way. I mean, I might be Fire Emblem Plant, you'd probably tell better than me, but like, how's Three Hopes? Like, is that are the characters revealing their titties? Like, what are they not? Not revealing, but uh, some of the, because most of the times you see them, like, you'll see like just kind of like profile pictures of them when you level up yeah. or whatever. And they're, the the girls are, are, are pretty cute. I know Hoppy is, she's one of my favorites from the Fire Emblem DLC. Um, she seems a little more busty in Fire Emblem Warriors. I, I think, I think Nintendo positioned itself as a system for kids. Um, they try to keep their content safe so that parents could know if they get their kid in Nintendo, there's not going to be any inappropriate content or anything like that. I think over time, third parties, you know, had games they wanted to port. And I think Nintendo wanted to get out of the business of dictating what the yeah. content of their games. They're not going to say, oh, this game can't be on our system because it, it's it's revealing that sort of thing. And I think overall, Nintendo's published games do have some characters that are maybe if not revealing like twin tail and arms, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it's like they they they're going for an audience, but this is not a character. There's no nudity or anything like that. Um, but I think their published games do stay away from it. Bayonetta is now published by Nintendo. But look at um, Bayonetta. She's covered up a little bit, too. She was more covered up in two correct but then she also has her attacks where her clothes go away and that sort of thing but in three she looks a little covered up too yeah but she looks cuter in three i don't i don't i don't think it's a big deal remember when they put bayonetta 2 on nintendo they did a playboy spread and they actively told platinum like you don't have to censor the game just do what you want to do 
um, <laughs> you know, and and I think we still see that to this day from Nintendo. There's there's game. I mean, The Witcher Three is on there, and you know, there's there's banging going on. Um, you know, I just I just think they keep it within a limit. Um, but there's a lot of games that 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 go overboard. Uh, that you know, they're just not gonna pub. They're not gonna make those games, but yeah, you know, sure. they'll be there. Um, but I think that's something that they they got past. You know almost 10 years ago, really. I think Bayonetta was the big coming out party, but they had other games that they were, that were on the system that were violent or had nudity and that sort of thing. I just think you see that more in modern games because eight bit boobies, you <laughs> know, boobies. weren't. Yeah. How, how did we not name that our podcast? The I know. <laughs> um, okay. So good uh... question there. Last question from Ebisel. Uh, do you grill eggplant with other meals? Favorite? What are, do you have a favorite eggplant grilled recipe? Very specific. Um, Very specific. Th- thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I will say for one, I, I like a good eggplant like parm or eggplant cutlet mm-hmm. or, or something like that. I'll even order one at a restaurant from time to time. I have never made any eggplant in my life. Hmm. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things. You know, it's something, there's certain things you just don't do. Yeah. This is one of them. I just, but I'll tell you what, grilling a nice meaty eggplant sounds pretty good. What would <laughs> I put on it though? I could, you know what? I think you're opening up my window for new ideas. I'm going to have to think about this. I, I've made eggplant. I, I've made eggplant uh, parmesan generally. My mom makes a really good eggplant parmesan. Like the free fry it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like chicken cutlets. You dip yeah. it in egg, then you dip it in breadcrumbs or whatever, and then you fry it. And then, you know, you cover it all in cheese. Fun fact the last time I threw up was maybe oh. 20 years ago, if you can believe it. That's the last time and you threw up? You, I, was visiting, I was visiting home from college. So it's a little more than 20 years ago visiting home from college. And I had my mom's eggplant Parmesan and I don't blame her for this at all. I, maybe I ate too much or something I and I, I threw up. So the last time I've thrown up, I have, I have a stomach like iron. I mean, I threw I, up on the bummer. Nintendo dads a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, I just I probably thrown up after that. I don't like to throw up. So I think I just avoid situations where I'm going to overeat or whatever. Cause I'm like, I don't want to feel sick later, but. Yeah, plant did it grow up from eating too much. I mean, uh, no, no, no. Usually you eat much. something. Yeah, you eat something bad. I mean, I don't like over drink or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I it's weird. I haven't I've been times where I felt like I was going to and I just never did. All right. So that was good. Yeah. Talk about good. the news. Yeah. Uh, now we are going to switch to what you've been playing. What we've been playing. Drew, we have both played Mario Strikers Battle League, and we haven't uh, talked about the season yet. Correct. Um, and we've talked a lot about, you know, what we like about this game and all that. So how what did you think about season one? How did it go? How does I it affect I love the competitiveness. I love playing a match, winning or losing, but I didn't lose many times. And just <laughs> seeing the numbers go up, my stats increase. I love that community. I love any video game that shows progress in an online fashion. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, I enjoy that you have the ability to, just like you collecting the cards in, in switch sports, have the ability to show off. Look at what I did. Right. Um, and, and that kind of what the whole point was with the club. So I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. 
Um, I, I really enjoy kind of the one week concept, the one week on one week off at first I was hesitant, but now I'm kind of, I'm kind of welcome in it. I kind of like it once it's get into the groove a little bit more. Um, but yeah, overall it was, it was, again, it was just a plain season. And I, I think we played a lot of strikers before the season started, right? I we think did. that was, we were trying to grind things. out tokens tokens yep and and we realized we knew we might get some tokens from the season which we did five thousand um and i and i was thinking i wonder if that has to do with what division you're in so now that we're in division three will we win eight thousand if we win if, you know if we win this season possibly um, we could make more it's going to be i think the games are going to be tougher for sure overall yep um the games, games will, will be, tougher. be tougher yeah uh what about I, you I really enjoyed it. It was it was everything I thought it would be, which is when you win, you don't feel like you're just winning for yourself. You feel like you're winning for your club and you feel a little, little more proud yep. um, of everything. I I wish when I was playing and then you, you play and then you do rematch and you got to reset your team and reset your position. I wish you didn't have to do that over and over again. I wish you could just rematch with the same characters and jump into a game. Um, I just hated yeah, going through it. It also felt a little laggy when you picked your characters. A couple times I missed selecting a character and it got messed up. Sounds like a um, user error there. One other really nice thing would be like, if so you're going to, you're playing, playing, rematch, rematch. I wanted to check our division rankings. I wanted to see where we had yeah. gotten to. And so sometimes I'd have to quit and then go check the division rankings. You know, I would post in the chat and say where we are. And then I'd go back in. And I really wish it would just show you your new yeah, ranking at the end of every match. Or, yeah, yeah, right on that rematch screen or right on the loading screen or something. Mm-hmm. They, I agree. They could have they could have thrown it up there. Yeah, and by the way, that rematch button is so badly named. You're not playing the same team or anything like that. No. Um, it's not really doing anything besides just hitting that. You should just say next or, or play, yeah, play again. again. Yeah, exactly. Um, one fun thing always is when your, your matchup shows up and they and it's hard to see. It's not the most clear thing, but it'll show you their record. Mm. And you almost immediately know if you're going to win or lose. It's you tricky, know. though, because it shows the club record. Right. Yes. You might get the, the crap you person playing the stud. Or you could play the crap. <laughs> exactly. You don't, you don't know. Yeah. But like, it'll come up and you're like, you know, some some guy comes up and it's like, oh, and three. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're going down, dude. And then you see our stats like, you know, 200, <laughs> 300. You're like, oh, <laughs> awkward. Um, uh, I've really enjoyed it. I'm curious to see how much I'll play season two. I'm excited for it to start up and seeing what the game is going to be, but I'm like so locked into monster hunter right now. Um, yeah. but I'll be, I'll be going in and playing it. Uh, yeah, we played a bunch of times together. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That, that was fun playing. That's the thing playing with someone else in the club. Thank God that they give you like basically double the rewards. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd have no motivation to play together. But when you do play together, you get an advantage on those hyper kicks. The hyper kicks are huge. I mean, we were playing with, and my wife was playing. I mean, whoever was doing the hyper kick, you had two people blocking you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It was was like, and we didn't always coordinate really well with it. I think if we kept playing together, that's um, we would get better with it. But it's like, you know, I can tell you're going to do it. Like if, you know, if you're going to get in the corner or something yep. like that, and I'll just go and just like, you know, stand in front of you and just block. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that was the most fun with the two player. Otherwise passing back and forth and shooting was actually really made it harder. A little bit. <laughs> well, unless you're talking like up oh, coming over to Bowser, you know, like, or, or something like that. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but like if 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 I think you're going to shoot and then you pass it to me, like you always have you always have to be ready and always assume they're going to pass it to you. And what are you going to do when they pass it to you? Yeah, are you going to shoot or are you passing it back? Right, but you, you can't be rebound? surprised. Right, can't. Be. No, but, but how after many times, a while, how many times did you get the ball and not realize you had the ball for like a couple seconds? It's <laughs> it happened tough to me. that many people. Yeah, because yeah. when you're playing solo or something, you know you always have the ball. Right. Yeah. You know, but I hear you. There's yeah, a lot going I, on. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it can get repetitive. You know, you're like, oh, it's you, you know, the battle is like you, you face somebody who's who's uh, more physical. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be a tough battle. Some people just like hold the ball too long. You pound them. You just know the game within five seconds. You know, you're going to win. You know what I mean? Once you get oh, to yeah. a certain level of it. Um, yep, I agree. You know, but it really is a game about hyper strikes. If you play somebody who's very physical, uh, it's going to be about a hyper strike. And you might mm-hmm. you might be losing, but you got to get that hyper strike off. And um, I love the meta of just the hyper striking. Do you do you pass? I really got uh, to love um, passing, faking a shot. Like you start winding up for the hyper strike, yep. waiting for someone to come at you, maybe throw an item, and then pass it to somebody else. And they've already committed to like maybe yeah. coming to hit you, and that's how you can get a shot well, off. Even if you just have the hyper strike orb in general, they're gonna play aggressive. Right, which is which just opens them up to passing it and scoring just a one point goal, which is fine. Yep, yep, so. exactly. The last thing I will say, right towards the end of the season, I started to really figure out taking a shot from and right in front of the goal, yep. from just outside the goalie box, and holding up or down is just got to be like a sixty five percent chance Even shot. If you just tap it. Never mind any power to yes. it. Yes, yeah, grab a toad. Get a yeah. faster character. Just get in front of that line and shoot up or down. I, I was early on. I was doing big shots from from far back with Bowser, but yep. everyone is now so aggressive that it's. I found it hard to take those shots. It's not yeah, like they just is. let you. Now it's like get like I'll usually get like a peach or a toad and just get them in front of that goal and fire. Yeah, Doesn't and matter. I, that That's works. The money. The, the lob shot. The lob passes back and forth. Mm-hmm. If you can really get down to the bottom and pass it up to the top, but like, it's almost an automatic goal too, because boom, boom's gonna come over to you. He comes down, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to get that flow. There were some games where I was scoring so many goals like that that they started to take yeah. shots from the front of the goal. It was like almost giving away strategy there. The other um, thing is, if you have a mushroom, it inc- it like doubles your chances of scoring the goal. That same method. Just okay. get close to just tap. Bay. I don't know why it just, I don't know if it's just something to do with the speed or increases your stats or yeah, you can just get in the open. Um, yeah. So if you're having trouble with Mario strikers, just try that strategy. Just get in front of the goal, not too close to boom, boom, like outside the line and just don't even like charge just, and then hold up or down and it'll usually go around boom, boom. Yeah. I, I could see them patching that out. Actually. It, it's that effective. It yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll go through my games real quick. Sure. I've got a lot of quick updates on this. Drew, I finished Persona 5. <laughs> well done. I finished it. I God think the, the day before Monster Hunter Rise came out. So excited. Oh, is this the first Persona game you played or no? Second. I, I've played through okay. Persona 4 Golden. Um, okay. 84 hours to completion. Uh, I There was things I loved about this game. There was things I did not love about this game. But overall, I enjoyed the game. Um, just it's a long game. It's I don't like playing games that are this long. Did it that are, feel repetitive being that long? Uh, yeah, it has uh, to. Be. When you go through the palaces, to. there is a sort of the, the the fighting style. Really, is you get into a battle, you try to find what element the enemy is weak to, and if you hit him with it, 
they'll like go on the floor with stars around. And if you get them all with stars, then you do like a big attack. It's just over and over again. Just find the little attack over and over. Um, yeah, definitely good and bad to this game. I will say it's one of those games that when you're done with it, you're like, oh man, if I play this game again, I could oh, do God. so much better. Um, because there are systems you're learning throughout the whole game. And then by the end of the game, you realize, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. Um, I should have level. I should have gotten maxed out my relationship with this character. I was about 70 hours in before I unlocked the ability to change party members in battle. Um, I just didn't realize you had to go talk to the girl who plays chess at the church. <laughs> so, um, but I, I can definitely see playing this game again, playing the Royal version, because one of my biggest mechanical complaints about the game is you're, you're always lacking for SP, you know, like magic points. Okay. You're always lacking for it. And it always seemed to be that lacking SP is what made you end your day and go try the palace the next day. But it turns out in Royal, they give you so many ways to save them, save SP and get SP um, in oh. during battles. So I'm like, oh, they fixed that in Royal. Royal is a much easier version of this game. I can tell right oh, away. Okay. Um, there's like three new characters and SP is much better and, and that. So I can definitely see trying this again on Switch if it performs well um, and just experiencing the Royal version. Um, yeah, I, but I was so happy to finish this and play anything else on PlayStation. And I have not played anything else on PlayStation since I finished this game, um, but I, I will. Uh, Returnal. I'm not going to talk about Returnal. I don't think it was for me. I played uh, six, seven hours maybe of it. Um, it. It felt, even though it's it's a third person roguelike, it feels like a shooter. Just the whole soul okay. of the game is a shooter. Um, I just realized I just really didn't want to go back to it. I was playing Persona and I was like, I think I'm done. Um, it's fine. It was a PS Plus game. I gave it a try. Um, but in the end, it started off great, but eh, not for me. I'm, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, Slay the Spire, I beat the Silent Ascension Level 3. Killing I th it. I think it took me nine months to beat Ascension Level 3 you on the Silent. It's then you'll just hit a groove. You're going to hit a groove and you're going to cruise. I, I know. You. And all I really need to do is to beat one more Ascension Level and then I'm going to move on to the third character. What's he called? The Glitch or uh, something like that? Well, there's four characters. There's four, but I... I there's yeah. the Witch and then there's the... No, it's isn't the glitch. I think he's the glitch. The no, oh, the purple. Oh, oh the, well, the, there's the character with the little orbs around them. I think it's the that, glitch. That one's that one gets tricky. I've uh, I've had a successful run with all three characters, but since I reset my game when you started playing, mm. I'm trying to get just two ascension level five before I move on to the next character. Like ascension level five is my finale. The the defect. The defect. And then the um, Watcher is the purple one. Right. So if I can beat the Silent Ascension level four, I will move on to the Defect. And then I have never played that fourth character. Um, but I'm going to go watcher. through the I'm going to go through the Pretty Defect good. and get to Ascension level five, and then I will play the Watcher. Um, so yeah, still working on it, uh, not actively. Um, Switch Sports. I still love playing soccer. I played good with some of the shittiest teams. I have ever played with today and they are all a rank and it is so hard to get to a rank. And these people sucked balls, Maybe you know, 4th of July weekend, maybe they <sighs> had kids over playing no. on their account. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. 
they were awful. Maybe that's what it was. They weren't, they weren't the actual, I mean, just horrible. And Probably we lost, wasn't the actual, yeah. Oh, we lost so many games. It made it so long, but I, I did finish my, my sheet. Um, I got, I unlocked the, um, Squirrel? Uh, the new clothes. I can't remember what it was. It was, a. It was like one that was just like a little, a little top and short shorts. You know, I think it's like dancer outfits, uh, but nothing I really liked. But I've been I've gotten every item in the game so far. So wait still for next no Thursday. N- still no Nintendo themes. When mm-hmm. when do they drop the Nintendo themes to draw people back in? I am hoping it'll pay, they'll pair those with when golf comes out. I'm and, just uh, waiting for golf, which I, which I think is the fall. Right. I think we're still ways away. So the reason I bought that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always make a point to, to unlock everything on the sheet. Um, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm really good at soccer. I'm, I'm really good at soccer. I love it. And then, yeah, I've been playing uh, monster hunter rise sunbreak, which I think I'll just wait till next week to talk about. It's just so far. It's just monster hunter rise, just more quests to do. Um, but there are some new game elements there. I'll mm-hmm. talk about that more, uh, next, next episode. And, um, and I am playing fire emblem warriors, three hopes. It is not. I thought it was going to be the best Warriors game. Um, it is not. It's I battling Warriors is f- was the best one. Uh, probably. And I think, not Age of Calamity. Hyrule, the original well, Hyrule Warriors. No, the, the original Fire Emblem Warriors, I think, is my favorite still. The thing about this new Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes is that they don't have bosses that sort of match the Hyrule Warriors games. Um, Hyrule Warriors had like big dragons, you know, uh, big enemies from Zelda lore. But you could you could unlock the chain chomp as an item. Yeah, that was cool. Um, this game tries to hype up the the bosses, but it's just other characters from Three Houses. That's not fun. She's just fighting a, a smaller character in a way. Yeah, and it should be fun to see these characters come onto the screen and say, like, today I saw Catherine. And I saw, um, uh, I can't remember her name, the purple haired girl. Um, I, and I love those characters, even though if I can't remember all their names, in high rewards, you want to fight something big and like, yeah, yeah hack and slash it. That's what you want to do in these. Games. Yeah. They really try to sell like, oh, here's a character from three houses. You remember, uh, you know, we're going to fight Dimitri and all that, but they don't, they don't make the moment big. Like the character will just show up and then they'll do the dorkiest worst animation which really suggests to me that this game wasn't done just a character going rah rah with nobody around them it's so fake it doesn't it doesn't put you in the moment yeah and what it really needed was animated cutscenes or something there's not enough animated cutscenes it's just it's the same stuff over and over again but i need those i need those differences this there's no there's not a lot of great story beats so many of the conversations between the characters are war strategy. Oh, we have to go to this castle. We have to do this thing. It's just like, oh my God, it's so boring, the dialogue. Oh, we need to do this movement and we got to do this. Where's the story? Where's the drama of, of all this? I mean, it, it, it's a warrior's game. There's, there's, but the, the, first, the first Fire Emblem Warriors had great storytelling. This one does not. They just tried to shove all the three houses characters in and they thought when they showed up on screen, it would be fantastic. It's not. Um, It's really, it's really dull, Um, but I'm going to play through it with the black Eagles. Mm. Um, I don't know if in the future I want to come back to this and play as the other houses. I really don't know unless there's some, 
you know, cool thing. And it's certainly not going to happen anytime soon. So I, I'm a little disappointed in it. Um, but that's what I've been playing. How about you? I have been playing. Um, I did my monthly Mario Golf Super Rush. Yes, they are still doing costumes. <laughs> um, but actually now they're doing quite the opposite, John. They're actually taking costumes away. So, for example, um, if you remember, Waluigi had like this cool fedora and type outfit. Mm-hmm. Now you can unlock regular Waluigi. Ooh. <laughs> and that's what they've been doing. You can unlock just the characters without their golf outfits. It's really going poorly. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm curious. I mean, it's been over a year now. This game came out last June. They mm-hmm. have a July one. So how long do you think they'll continue to do this? Well, it sounds like they're doing very cheap updates, so I guess they can go a while longer. How I many characters so. have to have plain clothes now? Well, Bowser does not have anything yet, and I want something for Bowser. So, um, playing that, I did that. Um, let's see. I also have been playing Slay the Spire. So let me tell this Twitch story. So on vacation, the the first two nights we stayed at Little Land. The third night we just stayed at a Marriott nearby, so we did do some other stuff in the area. And in the Marriott, it was like. 8 30 ish maybe nine o'clock ish and we were we were all going to bed kids watch tv for a little bit and then you know when they turn the tv off you know it was just two queen size beds so the two kids were in one bed me and the wife but you know it's all one room i so i couldn't watch tv i wasn't really tired so let me play game of slay the spire and i was i was messaging you i was having the run of my life <laughs> it's like i'm gonna fucking play this game and i and i beat ascension level 19 and I was so excited. I took the screenshot and I messaged it to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Was, I don't know what time it was. Eleven o'clock, whatever time it was. I messaged it to you, and I was tired. Like I was, I was exhausted for the whole day. So I messaged it to you, and I went to bed. Well, John, it didn't fucking save. What? It didn't save because you know when you beat the game, you have to after I you because yeah, it's mobile. You hit the heart. You hit next, and then he dies. And the, the, the stats come up on the screen and you have to hit leave. I never hit leave. I, I know. I thought it was like messing with me. The next time I loaded it up, I started my game, just normal you know habit. And at the top of the screen, it said A19. I'm like, that's not right. So I, I, I abandoned the run and I went back to the menu and I was like, what? Hit the arrow. Like, it wasn't like I didn't have A20 unlocked. Wow. Unless it was a glitch or something. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Unless there is no A20, but I'm pretty confident there is. I don't know what happened. I still have to beat A19 again, and I can't beat it now. Wow. I know. I know. That sucks. I mean, that sucks because, I mean, as soon as you beat the game, they should just update your save file. It should. And it's weird because it's like. Did you quit out of it in any way? I mean, I'm talking as an iOS programmer here. Maybe maybe at like a later date like not that okay. like maybe the next day or something i closed my apps i, I don't know, you it, know when, I mean? once you hit home it should actually save it for realsies so really i mean it really is requiring you to hit that lead because button. i i mean i've been playing this game 165 hours on my phone it saves after every like battle or or check mark on the map it saves it so if i close the app uh-huh and i reopen the game back up it says continue and it yeah. will go to that spot on the map. So worst case, it should have at least went prior to the final boss. Yeah. You know, and I would have to fight the boss again. Huh. Yeah, you're right. And it didn't. It just said play. And I'm like, 
I, it's weird. I don't know what happened to oh, it. Weird. It might, I, I might be a it. bug. Um, also been playing Sonic Origins. Um, I liked Sonic. I, I, I had a Sega growing up, so I played Sonic. Uh, I played through Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and Sonic 3. In uh, Origins I, or when you were In kid? Origins. In oh, Origins. Wow. Played through all three of them, beat all of them. Um, Sonic CD, I did not, wasn't feeling it. It was weird. There's like, you have to, there's time travel. Um, it got tricky. I didn't really understand it. I just said, ah, this game's not for me. So the, the first three games were cool. Sonic 1, you can play as Sonic, Tails, or Knuckles, which you can't do in the original one. Right. And each one adds a different little flavor of play style. So I played as Knuckles. Knuckles can stick to walls and then climb the wall. So it's kind of cool. If you want to reach high platforms, you just have to jump in the wall and climb up. Um, which was pretty fun. Sonic 2, I played as Sonic and Tails. So you'd play as both of them, uh, which is kind of fun. Tails can kind of pick up Sonic and move them to different places. Um, and then in Sonic 3, I played as um, just Sonic. But in Sonic 2, I did. I collected all of the uh, the emeralds, which I've never done before. And if you collect all the emeralds, you get Super Sonic that you can you turn into the yellow sonic mm. and he's is he invulnerable and he's i think he's invulnerable and he's wicked fast wicked um, fast wicked and he you have to get 50 rings and then if you do the rings now start counting down the range is like a timer so you can collect more rings but if you run out of range you lose super sonic i've um, never done that before it was a lot of fun it was awesome the boss, the, the final boss battle was tricky because it's like two staged. And even after you beat the first stage, it doesn't save. If you die, you have to do them all again. Um, I will say this. Sonic 2 is far superior than any other Sonic game. Like hmm. just that much better than one and three. Hmm. Um, every level. Not a surprise. I mean, one was, yeah. you know, the first iteration and they're going to yeah, improve on it. One, it's just there's a lot of worlds and levels that are just like, oh my god, this is I hate this. And then two, <laughs> just every world was like awesome, um, really good. So a lot of fun. I like the variety of playing. There, there's there's like a mission story mode which I didn't really understand. I think you have to start from the first game and you play through them all. I'm not I'm not really sure. I didn't really dive into that. I'm not a big achievement guy for this type of game. I just played the first three Sonic games. My son played them. We had fun. Um, that's it. I'm I'm done with it. Probably. Are you just really good at Sonic, or is there like a rewind feature or uh, anything like that? No, there's there's no. You just you played through them before, so. Oh, just... I will say what they did do differently in this game. I'm sorry, this did make it a lot easier. Was you have unlimited lives? Oh, that's right. Yes. So unlimited we, lives. Yeah. Um, and when you do the emeralds, right, you have to like find the um the secret rings and stuff and when you do the emerald levels typically you have one run and that's it mm -hmm. you could do like almost pretty much unlimited tries at the emeralds uh okay. if you wanted to do that as well for the little bonus levels um so that's perfect for me like it, is, it felt like you weren't necessarily cheating because you had to still play the whole levels again if you died right but you had unlimited lives which was nice okay. uh, yeah that's the way it should be played shredder's revenge i don't know if i talked about this last time um beat the game um unlocked the the final character i won't say because i know you haven't played it yet unless you already know i i think uh, we already know 
I think we all know Stacy yeah. Jones. Uh, I played uh, this entire game with my family. So all four of us played. Uh, the kids can play. It's fantastic. Button master for them. Uh, I will say Splinter was my favorite character. Really? Um, he was a lot of fun to play with. I, I He was he was my go-to. Uh, great game. Great design. Great fun. Um, great little secrets to uncover. Uh, a lot of little uh, you know achievements and uh the overworld was was awesome this was a this was a really fun fun game yeah cool so splinter was splinter ever a usable character in those uh like original games or no no maybe a later one the original originals were only no only, only the before. turtles okay yep. we haven't, we haven't played um we haven't played since the first time we played which was uh last week i a couple weeks ago when it came out yeah. Um, we haven't played again. I think it's just going to take me and Cedric to just play two player all the way through it. You can I play think quick. We played five player and it is just hard to see anything on the screen. Um, yeah, the four players, you're just bashing, mashing buttons. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I really you do want to play through a lot of the time. Yeah. A lot of fun. I think there's like only 15 to 15, maybe 20 tops levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this tool, you know, halfway through something happens. I'm not going to give it away, but from like a map point of view or level design point of view, okay. it's a little different. Um, it's good. It's a lot of fun. I like the unlockables and the achievements. I think it gives good motivation to play through levels again. Um, I really do want to get through this one. Um, cool. Um, last game I've been playing Cuphead DLC. Uh, Delicious Last Course. Uh, haven't played this game since the original came out. What? 2017. No, on Switch no. it was a little later than 2007. A little later than that, yeah. and um, it it's Cuphead. I, I, I will say I don't remember the original specifically. Um, a few takeaways I'll say: there was only about five or six bosses. Um, there were, you know, one of them was the fly-in when you're on the airplane level. That level was a bitch. You have to fight this cow. Oh my god. Oh, I heard you talk about the cow. The cow. Oh, eat it. <laughs> um definitely just like the it's it, it's the fun of like the learning curve of getting the patterns down and understanding. I had to remember a lot of like when you have to do the prairie uh, the the parries and like get the the pink you know, so you want to par- you want to uh, what do you got to you got to hit a button right before it hits you or something like that. Yeah, you jump and you hit it again and then it parries it and it you get uh um, Yeah. it goes towards your power-ups. So there's also a new character, right? The Chalice, Miss mm-hmm. Chalice. She's like cheat mode. Let me tell you this. Really? She does a double jump, which the other characters do not do. Okay. Um, not necessarily cheat mode, but it's a lot easier. I found playing with her. I went back and I played um, a couple levels or beat a couple more bosses with Cuphead and, and then Mudhead. Oh uh, no, Mudman. But she makes the game a little bit easier with the double jumps because you can kind of jump and dodge and then d- jump again. You know yeah. what I mean? Flip around um, in here. Yep. So she made it a little bit easier, more exciting. A little disappointing. There was no. Do you remember the levels that were like platformer levels that were side scrolling? I think yeah. there's like two of them. There was none of those. Oh, no, so no, no. Um, those were a nice little the, change of pace. Yeah. Instead, what they do, and I don't remember if they had this in the other one, um, there's like this float in castle level. Um, and you take the ladder up into the into the, like the the sky, and there's the castle guy up there, mm-hmm. and they take away your gun, so you have to fight some type of boss or some type of little level. It's not side scrolling; it's a one screen level um, with no gun, and you have to do it by doing parries or dodging. And um, they never did that in the first game. 
Okay, so that yeah. must be the differences they did. Okay. Those got to be a little challenging. The second one, you have to fight this horse knight guy. He has a sword and shield, mm-hmm. and you have to hit his hair. It gets tricky. That one took a while. It was kind of challenging. Again, you have to just... Um, my advice, if you guys haven't playing that one, is stay back. Just wait it out. Wait, 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 and patiently attack him when you can. He does three moves. Learn his three moves and just attack <laughs> when you can. Um, the map was fine. Very small. Not a lot of secrets to find. Um, it was funny. I was um, playing, and I put the controller down to make dinner or something, and, and, and my son said, can I run around the town? I said, yeah, go ahead, buddy. And um, he found a little secret, and there was like some coins hidden in there. He said, oh, look, I found some coins. I was like, all right, buddy, thanks. Um, they have the shop where you can buy your upgrades again. Um, there's also a little um, hidden secret maze in the graveyard. That's all I'll say. Um, there is something in the graveyard. So when you see it, figure it out. Um, there is something there. Uh, overall, the game was it was good. It was fun. It was very short. Like I said, I think it was five characters. They had like three or four of those little castle ones in the skies you had to do. The final boss was a little underwhelming. Um, cute little story. I loved the little fun story. I won't I won't tell you it, but it's um, there's a little story there in Miss Chalice and how she fits into it. Um, overall, I feel. I feel okay with it. It was seven ninety nine. I feel like I got my money's worth. Yeah, I'll probably play it a little bit more. I uh, try to get some more A ranks and stuff like that. But um, I, I don't know. Maybe I got better, but I feel like I beat it fairly quick. You did. You beat it in the same day that you started I, it. Same day or two days? Yeah, I beat it quick. Yeah, that's what you do when you fight, when you play a game. You like really just like load hours into it right away. Well, the uh, thing with Cuphead, especially when you're playing one boss, once you start a boss, it's hard to stop playing because you get that muscle memory down in the pattern. If you yeah. walk away, then you have to relearn it. Right. Yeah. You know, you just go through it. So. I, you know, what's funny is that like it seems like the appropriate amount of content for a little piece of DLC. It's just that it took. It, so I looked. It came out April of 2019 on Switch. It just Jeez. took so long to arrive mm. over three years since the Switch release date, let alone when it came out in 2017. It just took so long to come out. You almost ex- you're expecting a sequel, but it's like, no, you got yeah. some DLC. Well, it's weird. I'm trying to think the original had three worlds or three parts, I think. Right. Um, I, I think it had three so. worlds. This one yeah. only had one. Right. So, yeah. Could they have yeah, made oh, yeah, right. The two? first one had the three. Yeah, like, yeah, three. And then this one was aisle four, right? Yeah. So um, could the could it have just made another aisle, another world and make it Cuphead 2? I know, think I, they I probably know. need more content, but Agreed. it's weird that um, they did it this way. Very strange. The, la- the last part of I'll say is um, if you do buy this, it's confusing because I downloaded it. I mean, I bought it and I, I didn't I didn't know where I didn't I didn't see it. And um, I have never re-downloaded Cuphead, the original, since I got my OLED. Mm-hmm. You need to download the original Cuphead. And that's the icon. The icon does not change. It's the original yellow Cuphead icon. You got to download the original. Right. It's DLC. It Correct. But I, I was thinking maybe the icon would change or it would be. It's not. You've got to have the original game downloaded. That's, that's funny because Monster Hunter Rise's icon didn't update either. And it's like you should have just updated it a little bit. But uh, yeah, they could have changed the, uh, the the icon and added the blue. Or, yeah. Or do like a little square in the bottom and said, you know, plus DLC or something. I get it because you have to pay for the DLC. So, you know, it's like, you you know, they don't want to make it. Yeah. Like, if they you can't guarantee by- you content that you don't have. 
Um, yeah, but if you are looking for it and you download it, you said where it go, you need to make sure you don't re-download the original. Okay. Um, and then make sure you, you update your cloud save file if you did not. So you can see your percentage complete and stuff like that on the originals. Okay. That's it. Drop cool. that. Yeah, we played a lot. Um, all right. Well, one last thing before we go. I want to talk about is Nintendo losing its way again? And um, I've talked about their marketing in the past, but I wanted to throw this by you, Drew. Sure. Uh, I am going to argue that Nintendo has been losing its way. I feel like in the Wii U days, Nintendo marketed poorly, um, didn't really address, you know, what people were looking for from Nintendo. And Mm -hmm. since the Switch came and successive years after the Switch came, their marketing has been great. You know, you can go to Cold Stone and get like Nintendo cups. Uh, Remember, they put out shoes um, at fan stores. You can buy Nintendo shoes. Really felt like they were upping their brand. They, They had a movie coming. It was like, wow, we're finally getting like a Nintendo universe. Feel like they've they've declined a bit. And here's here's what I will point to. Um, Why? Why does Nintendo not want to continue their success? Nintendo Wii, when the Nintendo Wii came out, it was a sensation, right? The motion controls and stuff like that was really fun. And then they just let the Wii hang around a little too long. It was getting long in the tooth. And people are starting to go away from the Wii. I I went to PS3 and I was like barely playing my Wii towards the mm-hmm. end. Um, and it seems like they're doing that with the Switch now. It, when, when, so so this came about with the Nier Automata announcement in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. This was a game, and I think even Marty said this. This is a game that's like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll get it on my PlayStation. Um, yeah. They've already said the game is going to be running at a lesser frame rate. Uh, but probably won't look as good visually. And we're going to see a lot of this where these third-party games come out and they are just severely compromised. We're going to see it in Hogwarts Legacy. We've already mm-hmm. seen it in The Witcher, which is an older game. Um, we see it, we're seeing it a lot. It's like, this is not what we want it to be. Um, even Monster Hunter Rise runs at a smaller frame rate than Monster Hunter World. Um, and even Monster Hunter Rise on PC <laughs> looks a lot better than it does. And when is Nintendo going to leverage their success with the Nintendo switch and push the graphics, either give us a switch pro give us a switch Two. They just don't seem like they're anywhere near doing that. And what they do is they give away market. And the thing you'll hear a lot about is Nintendo doesn't need to do it. Does Nintendo need to do it? No, but they lose market. And what I mean by that is, you know, Hey, what's this new plague tale? I love plague tale innocence, right? Now we got a new plague Mm -hmm. tale but I'm not going to buy Plague Tale 2 on the Switch. I would never dream of playing it on the Switch 2. It's going to be a cloud game because they can't put it on the Switch. If you had better Switch hardware, maybe they would be more competitive. Maybe they could have a version that's closer. Maybe we can get a you know a 60-frame near Automata. But we're not getting that. So they're losing market to other consoles. They still have a big market. They're still making a bunch of money. But the goal of a business is to sell as much as possible. Um, I so, advocate that they do two switches, right? When they launch the next switch, yeah. do, do a regular one and then do the pro immediately. Um, and, and, then, then, and they might. And, maybe, but let me, let me just say a few more things uh, here. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, Nintendo Online, we still don't see uh, a competent online system. I, I get drops on, on Switch Sports when I'm doing matchmaking all the time. 
Um, the dashboard, they're not listening to what people want from their dashboard. People wanted groups, 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 and then they got it. And it was just like, this isn't what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not listening. They have such a big fan base, such a big install base. Um, and I feel like we are getting, this is the biggest one for me. A lot of their games, they're not giving their all right. We have, I have some complaints with strikers. Why isn't strikers a real battle pass system with, uh, you know, stuff I can buy and, and stuff I can feel I'm in a universe. I already feel like it's stale and it's only been out for like three, four weeks. Um, why, when they put out super rush, are there things missing features missing there? Um, why, when they yeah. put out, you know, just some games, they're not there. Breath of the wild, knocked it out of the park. Super Mario Odyssey knocked it out of the park, but not all their games do anymore. Um, I just feel like Nintendo is in this great position. Um, people loved Reggie. Uh, people love surprise announcements or whatever. And we're getting weird Nintendo directs and that sort of thing. Everybody just wants a Nintendo direct. We might get one next week, but we don't know. How come you're not delivering just what the fans are dying for? What do you think about it? Do you think they're just kind of yeah, losing no. their connection? So I got, I did a lot of opinions on this. Um, <laughs> and, and I think you brought up a lot of good points of what, what Nintendo as a company did in the past. And I think Nintendo's changing, right? Um, you know, people can talk about Reggie all they want, right? To, to, to forever. Cause I don't want to, and, and Reggie was great. Don't get me wrong. Um, and, and now we have Doug Bowser who, who is a behind the scenes more guy. I guess you could probably say, mm-hmm. um, and you remember too, Reggie and Doug Bowser have a lot of influence in Nintendo. They're the president of, of the American Nintendo brand. However, they're also not the final decision makers, right? They're not the Nintendo, right? You have the whole Japanese market. So you got to kind of find that medium. What I will say is um, I think you're a little bit wrong in the sense of I think Nintendo has been trying to make a name for themselves. And maybe this is the problem. I think Nintendo has been focusing on, and maybe this is Doug Bowser's doing, non-video game market in a weird way, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what what they've done in the last few years. They're building amusement parks. They're coming out with a movie. They got into Lego and now have a whole brand of Lego. They yep. partnered with Levi for clothing. Levi is one of the biggest clothing lines. I mean, other little stuff. They were in Build-A-Bear. They, they, they did tons of stuff that all of us as Nintendo fans would dream of 10 years ago. We would dream of a movie and amusing part. They they're making that a reality, and maybe they're focusing too much time on their non-video game market, right? Because Nintendo has always been a lot bigger than just video games, right? I think the other big big problem that we have here is five years ago when the Switch came out, it was new, it was shiny, it's a great product. Um, but PlayStation and Xbox, I don't want to say they weren't a competitor, but Nintendo beat them to their next generation of games, or of, of of hardware or you could say they were behind either way yeah they're still they're still behind <laughs> but right really in the last year or two now playstation 5 right at spots um series s these are the now these are and now that you can buy these things now it, it looks bad on nintendo right mm-hmm. because you're saying all these other people that were maybe you know tired of playstation 4 or, or or tired of Xbox One, were like, well, they're getting a little stale. What's oh, this Switch? It's only three hundred dollars, and it's shiny, and it has this Breath of the Wild. So a lot of those people, I don't want to say jump ship, but they said, well, here's something to hold me over. 
right? And now what's happening is they don't need anything to hold them over anymore. They're getting these big other hardwares. They're getting their Horizons. They're getting their, you know, God of Wars. And they're getting all these other games that they don't, you know, Halo. They, they have their stuff. Um, so I, 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 I disagree with that. I think Nintendo maybe shifted a little bit. I, I do agree, though, like, it's been five years, folks. Where is their big, big games? How have we not had a Mario or Zelda? And that makes me both concerned and excited. It makes me excited in, like, are they just waiting for the next Switch, right? But but then but then you look at stuff like Xenoblade, who just guaranteed that they're going to have DLC until the end of 2023. Right. If if there was a switch coming out, let's say next year, and I, we probably don't think it might be happening. But if it was, why would Xenoblade be saying that? Right. And, and at the same time, though, where's our Mario and Zelda? If there's no switch next year, you can't go a whole nother year without a without a new Mario game. Right. Like, why? I, we don't even have a port. We got nothing. When Breath of the Wild came out and it was such a big hit in 2017, I think everybody said they should make a sequel and just use the engine and put out the breath of the wild Two, a game that was being regarded game of the year and all that put out a breath of the wild Two in a couple of years, like make, we just want the same game, same engine, whatever. Mm. If you told me it was going to be, I mean, by minimum, by the time breath of the wild two comes out six years, I would That's have crazy. never believed my you. mind. Why no. would you wait six years after a game that some people say is the Those... best game of all time? Those are the questions I have trouble even coming up with some far-fetched answer in my head. Right. You know, like, where are those? Those, those, I, I, I don't have the answer for those. I, I will say though, you got to think of us, right? We're in a community with a lot of other big Nintendo fans. We, we, we watch Tourette's. We follow the where, where, we're followers of their Twitter page and their Facebook pages and their social media pages. We're a podcaster for Nintendo. We are the majority when it comes to Nintendo fans. How many people are like? us and when i say us this group of people right that are listening to nintendo podcasts that are following them on social media that are watching their youtube videos right i have to say if a nintendo switch has a hundred million switches sold where where are the 10 percent right you know we're, we're in the, maybe the 15 20 percent at mats we're probably really in the five percent mm-hmm. but of all these people that are doing those other things you're in the 20 percent so though we're all bitching and we're seeing the bitching and where's this and where's that, they still have that 80% of their consumer who doesn't care. Whenever the next Zelda or Mario game comes out, they're going to buy it. You know, you know, so I think sometimes we get blinded by the sense of we're living and breathing Nintendo every day. And, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, we are. It's a fact. Right. It's just the fact we're waiting every day for the next game to come out. People don't know when the Nets games are coming out. They they have no idea. You yeah. know, they just commercial on the TV and say, "Oh my God, look, a new Mario Kart game, fantastic!" But you know those are the mean? those are the people that might only buy a, f- a f- couple few games a year, and and then then just maybe the Nintendo published games or only if it has a Mario in it, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo doesn't need to settle for that. I mean, they they obviously push news onto the consoles. They try to get you to buy games. They they highlight their indies and all that. Yeah, that's great, and that that's great to have that market. But I have noticed that like I am always fading from Nintendo towards the end of their console lifetimes. I always fa- I faded from Wii and played PS3. I faded from Wii U. I think a lot of us did. 
played PS4. But, but here's the problem. I think it's I play like... more hours. I think I put more hours into my PS5 currently. Not this these last couple of weeks, but like I, I put more time into my PS5 because yeah. I mean, look at it. Look at this. The Switch version of Fall Guys is like it's not great looking, it's and not. that's Fall Guys. I'll tell you what. Um, I mean, just playing Lego Star Wars. Um, you know, on the Switch, and then you know, if I look, try to find up how to complete a mission on my phone, they're <laughs> all in like, the quality on my phone looks ten times better than the Switch. Right? Yeah. You know, well, I mean, so that's it, a video, but yeah, you get to see what it looks like on another they're console. Playing it on another console, right? Right. Yeah. Um, which I did not talk about tonight. Me and my son did beat the game. Um, <laughs> talked about it again next week. So I'll be playing it forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, it's it's a tricky situation. And it makes you start to really wonder and guess, like, what's happening? Are they holding out? And it's a tricky, just from a Nintendo point of view, it's a tricky gap because let's say they do, they have to be playing a new console soon, right? Let's say it's holiday next year, right? Do you put out another Odyssey 2, Breath of the Wild 2 in the spring? If you're going to come out with a brand new console eight months later? No, I think you no, would you definitely wait. wait. You save it. There's a so, there's a big difference between right, like releasing it on the next switch and the current switch at the same time versus so, like releasing it. And then eight months later, you have a so, port. So that's my thing is I don't anticipate us getting Breath of the Wild 2 or Odyssey 2 or whatever the new Mario game is going to be on this version of Nintendo Switch unless this Nintendo Switch has another two to three years of cycle. And that's that's bad. I think that's bad for Nintendo. That or we're not going to get a Switch 2 that plays exclusive games that the Switch 2 will play everything on the Switch and just but but you'll you'll it'll look better because that's all we want. We don't need I don't we don't need a whole new console. Yeah, just but let me it's like it's like the mobile phone, right? Like every year there's a new model that's more powerful. And for the most part, it plays does everything the same. I agree. Upgrade it, right? Get the 1080, 60 frames per second, but you've got to be able to keep it handheld. That's the key. Oh, yeah. It has to be. Obviously. You can't have a model that's not handheld. I no. don't think you can. Nobody nobody wants anything different. I mean, maybe you want some better Joy-Cons or something, but you just want a better iteration. OLED was a good direction. The screen looks incredible on it. I would um, take like, um, like a light that you dot at that. Like I, I don't need detachable Joy-Cons. That, I, that's what opinion. I've argued for. We don't need it. Yeah. But but really, that my big question is, is like, why is Nintendo being so disconnected with their fan base? You know, just keeping them in the dark with Nintendo Directs, um, keeping them in the dark, uh, you know, over, you know, certain games like Metroid Prime 4. How come we don't have an update on Metroid? Just a teaser of Metroid Prime 4. I feel like they're not listening. Their social media is not listening. Um and like the fandom is keeping Nintendo alive more than Nintendo. Another I thing too is Kit and Krista are gone. Um, you know they left. Uh, Reggie's gone. We just lost a lot of the personalities that were really helpful. Even the treehouse is not really what it used to be, and we barely see the treehouse. Like I said, you know it, it's different times to be excited. I'm going back to the same points, and and I'm not saying Doug Bowser has anything to do with all the stuff that's happening outside of the video game world. But mm-hmm. as a Nintendo fan, like I said, I mean an amusement park, right? A movie. That's all stuff that we ever we dreamed of, right? So you got to look at it from that point of view, and maybe they're focusing too much on 
on their non-video game related market. I mean, it's different people. Yeah. Well, it is and it isn't, right? I mean, it's still money and resources. Do you, do you, let me bring this up because I think this is related. Um, Do you think, because I think one of them is true. We just don't know. Do you think the Mario movie delayed a Mario game? Or do you think a Mario game delayed a Mario movie? And which is better or worse? Neither. I I don't think Nintendo, um, I hate to say falls for the cheap trick of the movie. Uh, I I, I just don't think a a movie is going to be tied to a video game. I just don't. I I, I don't think, especially in this scenario. I don't think it, I don't know. I don't think directly, but I think you want to put out a new Mario game when the movie's out. Because the idea behind these movies is to get people excited in a franchise, to get people excited about an IP. But then if they go and they're like, oh, well, I can buy Mario Odyssey that came out five years ago. That's a bad look. It just you know? blows my mind that we haven't had one new. Mar- I mean, you, you can't even count um, the which we call it add on. Well, the balloon DLC of Odyssey. Right, the hiding the balloon, and then well, we the got um, we got the ports that had included Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury, that, yeah. I, I don't even count. I mean, sure, it was new, but yeah, it was a it was a DLC of a game. Like, it, yeah. you know, it was. We haven't had a new own IP Mario game, and that blows my mind. I think there will be one. I don't think it has to be related to the movie. Maybe some characters in it, but doesn't have to be like a rehash of the movie. But there's got to be something new and shiny there for people to get. I got excited about the movie and then I went and bought the game. I, you know, I think it needs to be there. I think one I of them did it, delay but... the other though. I, I, if, but if the movie delayed the game, that would kind of show that Nintendo is putting more emphasis on their, their other, you know, their, their non gaming properties. Um, and that would be disappointing, but, uh, yes and no. I, I, like I said, I mean, it's a kid's dream or adult stream to walk through an amusement park for Nintendo. Right. Right. We've, we, we've all probably thought that or said that at some point in our life. And now we're going to be able to do it. And next year it's going to be there. And look, they could put out a Nintendo Direct next week and announce new hardware or announce any number of things and we'll be excited about it. I just feel like you don't want to do the thing like Team Cherry did with Silk Song or whatever. You just sort of like feel like you're not listening to the fans, responding to the fans. Um, some things that fans have been demanding for so long, just being ignored, just the online system, uh, the Nintendo online services just seem so random to me. Um, just, I, I just feel like there is a disconnect between Nintendo that it really does feel like a company on the other side of the planet. Yeah. Um, and I, I really hope they sort of fix it. I think they need a, you know, an American face where we we've lost the American face of the company. I think you lost a lot of the faces, right? Even what Kate and Crystal, like you said, I mean, I know you could say they're not that big. They are that big, but they were a face. They were a face. A face. Maybe I mean, they, they would be excited about a game that's coming out, and you would get excited about the game coming out. I mean, what like, they should have done, Nintendo should have kept them and had Nintendo branded podcasts. I guess they already have one with, um, what's his name, Chris Slate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it comes out like once every couple months sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. There's and, big and it, gaps. Yeah. It's, I yeah, agree. I just I, I think going forward, Nintendo just needs to have higher end hardware that can play all the same games so that you uh, want to keep those power players in. I, because if you if they had better hardware right now, I think people would buy games like Nier and games like Persona more on the switch. 
Um, but when you have that alternative, you start to you start to sit there and decide, I'm, I'm going to get Skywalker Saga on my Xbox. And they, yeah. they can't I mean, let that happen. They're, they're you still keep banking them. on the portable. I think that's their key selling point right, right yeah. now. But those are but, the whales. The you you talked about us being the five percent. We're the whales. We're the ones buying tons and tons and tons of games. They yeah. they they can have their people that buy a couple games a year. They're not making money on them. No, I I I just think that they have to have to be holding off on a hardware for Breath of the Wild too. I, I I'm calling a bullshit flag that they're not ready yet. Like we all know, as soon as a Zelda's done. They 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 start working on the next one, right? And and if it's the same world, the same concept, the same engine, why is it five years? Again, I'm not a video game designer, but something's not right there. I I think that it's waiting to come out with this new iteration of 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 the Switch console, but it has to be. I honestly hope you're right. I it will release on the Switch as well, no matter what. You're going to get a Switch version. There's uh, according to VG charts. 109 million switches have been sold. But just, this should still be the Switch family, right? This should just be another yeah. version of the light, but the opposite direction. It, it, well, it's the, the heavy duty. You know, it should be. If you get the, the, the new Switch hardware, it will play better. The, the, and that's the Mario, I'm stumped. I'm stumped by the Mario game. That yeah. blows my mind that there's no no Mario game yet. Yep. Um, yep. You got to think you got to think they're both close but we haven't I mean, gotten like, any announcements on any we mario. haven't even heard about when the mario kart stuff that was march wasn't it yeah we are so overdue for the next set of courses yeah they they put that out and we got one set of courses and we haven't gotten march. any courses since april may june july it's been four or five months yeah i know it's just weird there's just a disconnect there it's just it's just weird their whole online strategy honestly is completely weird and random um, just random stuff. dumpings of games. We got some new Genesis games this week. We got we got yeah. all your base are belong to us this week. Mm. Um, but it's just so random. I don't know the identity of what Nintendo Online is. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I think the they got to get better. The whole idea of like the retro games that I don't know. And meanwhile, just give them they, all like what's this release one every like I don't know. Just give them all. Like, what's even, the point? Even one N sixty four game a month. Come on, yeah. One a month. I mean, at least that's regular. But like with the NES and SNES, you have no idea what's coming out when. No. Uh, just I wish they would just do one a month, even on the NES, just so I know, you know, on the first of every month, they're going to make a new announcement. I can't wait to see and what you it get is. one for each one. NES, Super NES, Sega and N64. Yeah, Four yeah games. exactly. But they put out like three on NES or something. And I don't know. It's I don't know either. Anyway, something's got to be coming. Um. I mean, as far as just the games go, I, I mean, there's plenty of games coming out. I'm not I'm not really worried about that. But but Zelda and Mario really got me thinking hard of, of why, like what's what's the problem? Um, and is it something to do with the hardware? I think there's got to be some type of announcement, right? So like I said, a new iteration of the Switch or a new hardware has got to be coming out next year. Has to be. Or <laughs> we need to get a Zelda and Mario game ASAP. You know what I'm saying? It has to be one or the other. Well, I mean, I think they wanted Breath of the Wild 2 to be there. So, But if, if, if Breath of the Wild 2 and the new Mario game are announced soon and they're coming out early next year, hmm. we're not getting a new console in 2023. That's a fact. Yeah, we'll see. I, There's I, no way. Probably. 
you're going to have to wait until 2024 then. And that's just going to be a huge monumental mistake because even my switch is going to languish. Um, I mean, hell I'll, 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 Honestly, I've thought about getting like a Steam Deck. I, I just the PlayStation Xbox don't work for me. I do play a lot of handheld, right? But like a Steam Deck or something, I play Steam games. Yeah, you know, I, it's just another avenue for different games. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, I don't know. Ready. So uh, what do we got coming over the next couple of weeks? <laughs> Not much. Not much the next couple of weeks. Though, I, feel, John. I feel like you asked that question more fluidly in the past, and I feel like lately I. <laughs> Well, I'll have to step up my game. <laughs> um, the only thing coming out uh, is Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series. Uh, those are remakes of um, older games, um, but they're supposed to be pretty fun. So um, I think a lot of people will check those out. That comes out July 8th. Hmm, I think that's really right, it. Right. That's 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 it. We, we've had a very packed June. Um, we are going to have a pretty busy July when Xenoblade comes out. Um, so I don't think this is any kind of like there's no games coming out. Mm. Um, but just for this next two week window, I think it's a little smaller. We've been missing games. Mostly I've been missing games been these missing last them. few episodes. There's no real great list for it. I, I double checked though that you did not miss any of this. Okay. One. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, July is packed. Um, October is getting, is getting full quickly mm. as well. On September we have Splatoon three. Um, so there's a lot coming. I am glad for this little break. Mm-hmm. I have to finish Fire Emblem um, this week and then uh, Monster Hunter I'll be playing for a while. But I really want to finish Fire Emblem because I want to get to the Cuphead contest. Got it. I'm going to play Cuphead next. So Sweet. Cool. That was fun. All right. Good episode. Good stuff. We're both on vacation and we did an episode. I'll if... tell you what. I get more energy when I know I'm not going to work tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, I know. I do have a 7 a.m. 7 a.m. tea time, though. Oh, wow. Well, I'll be up late editing this episode. Have fun. Um, if there is a Nintendo Direct this week, um, I'll be I'm available. Gonna, I'm gonna hope to see. Yeah, let's let's do a, a quick review of it. I'll be very excited to do that. Um, yeah. But otherwise, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. All right. Good night, dads. Good night. The Dads After Dark Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes. Castbox, Spotify, and Stitcher. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Pretty please. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in our Dads After Dark channels for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at ndadsafterdark or email us at dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com. And a big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. You rock. That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams.